0: They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss.
2: Red Hot Comic Book Movie News. news of the Defenders. Earth. Defenders. Welcome back, everybody, to the Weekly Planet, where we talk oh, about. hate hey, that.
1: Maybe it'll grow on me. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Here's the thing: I don't think. Give it c- a year.
2: I don't think. Let you- me do this every day for a year. I don't
1: think you could ever. I don't think you could ever repeat that intonation. I don't think you'll ever get it that <laughs> annoying ever again. You can try, but it's not going to work. You'd have to cut and paste, and so it's not the same. I'll do it. All right.
2: Uh, where were we? <laughs> This is the worst start we've ever
1: had. <laughs> we talk movies and comics
2: and TV shows. Hell yeah. My name is James, also known as Mr. Sunday, and with me as always is my co-host, Nick Mason. Great to be here. That is hard to do. Yeah. Anyway, this week, big week for lots of stuff, That's isn't right. it? right.
1: Like big news. Yep. Then there's a big movie of the week.
2: Big movie of the week. Well, for now, there's a big movie of the week. That might be slowing down in the, not near future, but a year mm. from now, there might be less movies. We'll talk about That's it. It's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's a knock-on effect. Yeah. These things great. take time. Because, mm. we'll of course, one of the things we're talking about this week uh, quite extensively is the there's there's new Hollywood striking going on. That's true. Oh, an just, extra strike. My God.
1: There hasn't been a double strike in...
2: Since 1960. Yeah, there you go. We're going to get into it. Mm. Uh, there's also time codes if you want to jump to... Well, that, well, that's the first thing, but then the next bit of news... Because, <laughs> if you want
1: to jump that, if, you're, if, if you are If you want to jump this to that. If you are uh, new to the whole jumping ahead to a different time code situation and you're a coward and you don't want to jump too far just in case you get lost, like yeah. you're some sort of Star Trek adventurer type exactly. in deep space. Yeah. Or Interstellar. Yeah, so like Interstellar. Buzz, Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear. Sad, Sad Buzz Lightyear. Sad Buzz Lightyear, Buzz Lightyear. If you just want to jump a little bit... Head we yeah. you could jump to that first piece of news, We exactly. you could jump to any of these pieces of news you're about to say.
2: Exactly, like uh, Bob Iger talking about pumping the brakes on some Disney properties, Mason,
1: and pumping the brakes on paying people as well.
2: Exactly, he's
1: like, I don't, I don't like this. I don't like other people getting paid a lot of money. <laughs> now,
2: the the big the big news of the week for the for a time was Hugh Jackman in costume That's as Wolverine. Right. So we'll talk about that. Some more Superman Lives casting. We're going to talk about how the Flash is coming.
1: How the flash did this happen? I mean,
2: you can you can own the flash. Can we
1: fla- call the segment How the, how the Flash fl- Did we This can. Happen? Okay. Let me write that down. All right.
2: How the flash can this happen? Nice. How the flash can this happen? Yep, that's good. About how you can own it on home media with a few extra bonuses, Mason, Ooh. which you're going to love. Trailers Ahoy for Blue Beetle, Ahsoka, and Wonka, mm. the Barbie Oppenheimer race. Right. is going to be the biggest one, Mason?
1: Mm, I think it's probably going to be a Barbie.
2: Probably. Uh, And then Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. What are we reckoning about it? We'll tell you. Mm, That's right. In that section of the show. Mm. Now, Mason, there's a historic SAG-AFTRA actor's strike happening in addition to the writer's strike, Mason.
1: That's a heck of a sentence to say, let me tell you. Exactly. That's a heck of a sentence to hear.
2: Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, major productions around the world... Are impacted. That's right. There's a
1: few that are able to go ahead because they skirt the laws
2: of this because they're starring people who aren't part of this union because they're from other countries. Mm. Uh, it's like, for example, the new Game of Thrones show that's going ahead, even though the showrunners have already walked off set like months ago. But they, they're going ahead, they've got
1: just, the scripts and they're going ahead. Just some real enthusiastic actors are just like, come on, put me in, coach. Yeah. I can do this. Yeah, uh, there there are a a whole bunch of restrictions on what people cannot can and cannot do. I don't know if you've seen you saw this tweet from Variety.
2: I did. Variety magazine. Yeah.
1: During the strike, SAG-AFTRA members cannot do the following: tours, personal appearances, interviews, conventions, fan expos, festivals. For your consideration, none of these affect me, Mason. That's right, and none of them will. Panels, premieres, screenings, award shows, junkets, podcast appearances. Oh no! Social media and studio showcases. Uh, David yeah. Harbour is going to be in Melbourne in the next month or so to do a con. Metro He's going to do a big con, con on us. Gonna, he's going to do a big con, but I'm and a bunch of other actors. But I'm like, oh, David Harbour, maybe I'd, I'd like to, see, you know, maybe yeah. he's he's not coming now, not is he? Coming. Nope. And then then it goes on. Mm-hmm. One w- there's a second tweet. Yeah, one of these is for one person in particular, and you can tell. <laughs> Principle you you can't do principal on camera work such as acting, singing, dancing, performing stunts. Piloting on camera aircraft, mm. puppeteering, yeah. performance capture or motion capture work, uh,
2: and etc. So that's Andy Serkis and Tom Cruise. And Tom Cruise together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> they cannot work on their next right. movie
1: together. Gollum is not allowed <laughs> to be on the top of an old timey biplane while it does stunts over the bloody county fair.
2: Exactly. That's right. So it's,
1: and they're like they're both in a, they're both in an elevator together and they hear this and they're like ah oh, dang it.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. So from now pretty much every production has shut down. Some of them include Gladiator 2, Mortal Kombat 2, Deadpool 3, Venom 3. These are big sequels, Mason. These are big sequels. And three sequels. Yeah. Uh, movies that are upcoming, including Barbie Oppenheimer, TMNT, whatever the next one is, The Haunted Mansion, Blue Beetle, The Meg 2, Craven, these cannot be promoted by any of the actors that's in them. That's true. That's why they – It's. it seems as if that's why they were cramming so much Mission Impossible and Barbie and
1: Oppenheimer yeah. in. They knew this was coming. There was a – I think it was a, an early screening of Oppenheimer and they moved it to an hour early. Yeah. And then apparently like Killian Murphy and Emily Blunt and everybody else who just left, mm-hmm. they're just like, "Up, oh, time to go.
2: And I'm- this movie's bad.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, And my, oh, my God, Killian Murphy. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know anything about the man. But that's why I'm like, because he's a, you know, he doesn't, He's not a big for the publicity. But yeah. I, could, I could just imagine being like, oh, thank God. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> I'm the star of this movie and I don't want to talk about it. Now,
2: we should specify also, you know how we mentioned some things like uh, like podcast appearances and social media and that. That is only in relation to promotion or publicity services. Oh. So they can just go on social media or a podcast oh, or whatever, that. but they can't go on and say, like, I'm in this new movie and I love it.
1: Okay. they can't
2: <laughs> even, They can't do any of that. Yeah. We didn't have to hear about it, thank right. God.
1: <laughs> I'm Killian Murphy and I'm in this movie and I'm loving it. He's loving it, Mason. Yeah, of. that's right.
2: Now, Variety did an interview with Bob Iger and he was actually very disturbed about all of this. He's very you, disturbed. If you don't know, Bob Iger is the current head of Disney, and will be for the next couple of years. Mm. He came back because it was handed over to a different Bob mm. uh, who people perceived. The to, builder. The builder. Mm. And it's it said that he did a shonky job on it, Mason. <laughs> That's right. A, sh- a shonky build. <laughs> That's right. And yes. kind of ran it into the ground a little bit, and there was too much emphasis on certain things and not enough on others, and the parks mm. took a dip and whatever. So Bob Iger came back yeah. and gave other Bob the, the boot. And But uh, in regards to these two strikes, he says, it's very disturbing to me. Mm. He's your dad, isn't he?
1: No, he's not. We've done that as a bit that's never really worked, I'll be honest with you. It's never really worked. But no, my dad is a retired civil engineer. Yeah. He's unrelated. But
2: he's a big fan of Bob, Bob Iger, right? Yeah, loves him. Yeah. yeah. Because he...
1: when you are practically a- brothers. Yeah. He says he's like my second dad.
2: Because he... You're, you're, like, your origin is like the ending of Revenge of the Sith where your dad hands you to Bob Iger. Is that correct? As sure, baby? it
1: absolutely is. Yeah. Yep.
2: <laughs> Good. So he said... We've talked about disruptive forces on this business and all the challenges we're facing. The recovery from COVID, which is ongoing, it's not completely back. This is the worst time in the world to add to that disruption.
1: That's right, yeah. worst time to do it, baby.
2: Woo! Exactly, which makes it the best time to yeah. do it. Now let's talk about some specifics. Oh, well,
1: this this actor's this actor's alleged to do have done a bunch of horrible stuff. Now a bunch of other people have come out and alleged he's done horrible stuff. Convenient timing. Yeah, oh, <laughs> they're doing it just as his movie's coming out. Yeah, that's
2: how these things work. That's how you do it? How so you get the big promo, man? Yeah, that's, right.
1: yeah. that's what you do. Yeah, it makes sense. But yeah, this a uh, bad slash uh, good timing. Exactly. And uh, as been pointed out, I, I believe mm. the average the average writer's salary. Somebody worked it out. The average writer's salary in in Hollywood is uh, just under seventy thousand dollars. Yep, it's a very nice sixty nine thousand dollars. Mm. And uh, Bob, I guess
2: that's average, by the way. So yeah. obviously, there that is a Big so there's range.
1: people earning yeah.
2: hundreds of thousands of
1: dollars millions. or millions for for you know big movie scripts or whatever, and there's people earning you know a hundred bucks a day or whatever, yep. you know. Uh, but uh, Bob Iger's salary, if you average that out, is seventy four thousand dollars a day. Yep. So well,
2: let's talk about that. So Bob Chapek, who was the head of Disney before Bob Iger, mm. he made thirty two million dollars in twenty twenty one. Bob Backish, who just yeah. got to be a Bob, I guess. <laughs> yep. uh, he was. He is head of Paramount mm. Global. He made thirty two million. In 2022, David Zaslav behind Warner Brothers Discovery, who's currently gutting it to sell made $39 million in 2022. So this is what, this is the kind of salaries that we're talking about here. And look, I think if they want to earn all of that money, I don't care. Like it doesn't matter to me if Mm. they earn that much money, but oftentimes the people who earn these kinds of money, they're not, there's no creative input in that. And the people who are actually making these things, they're not actually being compensated in any real way. And let's talk about that because this is via deadline. This was a quote that happened just before the the actors' strike joined the writers' strike. Oh, this is the big one.
1: Yeah, this, this is, is from. This is in a way, I would say, a tactical error on behalf of uh, of the, of the bigwigs.
2: I feel like also this was clearly like. I mean, Deadline also is owned by a billionaire and put out some tweets that were like Matt Damon seemed like he was in support of Mm. them going back to work.
1: It seems like a a, a video of Matt Damon saying people should be going back to work that cuts off suddenly. Yeah. Mid-sentence. That's Weird. weird.
2: Anyway, an anonymous studio executive told Deadline, The end game is to allow things to drag on until union members start losing their apartments and losing their houses. Uh, acknowledging this cold as ice approach, several other sources reiterated the statement. One insider called it a cruel but necessary evil. So this is what we're talking about here, mm, right? Lizards. Yeah, absolute fucking ghouls. Mm. And look, I, I want to get into like the common criticisms that people might have towards writers and like, because, you know, we get mm. comments and you see them online about like- They're too woke. Et cetera. Yeah, we're going to talk about all of that.
1: No, I did it. <laughs> I covered all the main points just then, so.
2: Yeah, but the thing is, none of these companies are strapped for cash. Like mm. at all.
1: Except maybe Warner Brothers.
2: Well, even then,
1: right? They can come up with the money.
2: Absolutely they
1: can. Well, they they're 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 strapped for cash once they've paid their executives tens of millions of dollars.
2: Yeah, exactly. But even then, not really. No, that's true. So the studios and streamers, what they thought was going to happen, that the financially strapped writers would go to the WGA leadership and demand they restart talks before what could be a very cold Christmas. Mm. Some Scrooge McDuck shit, mate. Yeah. So here's what the actors want.
1: I think you're thinking of the other Scrooge. <laughs> what? Scrooge from a Christmas. No, they're both awful. Oh, okay, right. I'm wow. At, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I didn't misspeak.
2: I stand by that. Wow. So the actors apparently were coming to the table at one point. Like this was, they were looking to avoid this. Mm. And what they're, it's a couple of things that they want, and this is not unreasonable, they want residuals. From streaming services. Now, we've talked about this before. So if you do, like, a proper cable show, like, say you're on Friends or something big Mm. in the 90s or even – something that's pre-streaming, right? Mm. Your residual checks are in the thousands, sometimes tens of thousands if you are, like, a bigger name or you had a significant Mm. role. But
1: even if you had, like – if you had one line in an episode of Cheers – 35 years ago. Yeah. Every time that show airs on cable or a network TV, you get a check, and it might be a small amount, mm-hmm. but it's forever.
2: Yeah, unless they do, like, creative accounting on you, how David Prowse, who played Darth Vader, never got any money for mm. Return of the Jedi because yeah. it never made any money somehow. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. The only person on Twitter who should have the, the blue check that lets him do long uh, tweets is John Cusack, because he's just out there being like, yeah, I was in the movie with that boom box, and they got—they said I'd get points, net points off the whatever. Yeah. And it turns out that movie's never made a profit. Well, really? Yeah, yeah, it turns out. Yeah.
2: That's crazy. Mm. Yeah. But now with streaming services, they keep all their numbers a secret in terms mm. of what's being streaming, unless they want to come out and say, like, Red Notice is the biggest movie that anybody's ever made. Yeah. And we can attest to that, because we're currently watching it again right now, as we're talking. That's right. That's why, if we seem distracted, it's because we're both watching Red Notice. I'm
1: just... So tired of doing this podcast while re- watching Red Notice. So we're going to knock this out of the way and then I'm going to go put my full attention on Red Notice again.
2: Exactly. So they keep those numbers close to their chest because if they came out and said, well, this show got this amount of viewers, then you've got a, a definitive number that you could put on an actor or a writer or anybody who participates in that show, which they could then pay them for. Mm. You could be like, well, the value you bring to this is X and we can pay you that. But they don't want to reveal that information because then you have to pay somebody what they're worth. So they're getting like fractions on a dollar
1: for things that they did. Apparently, I I only learned this this week. Well, not apparently, I did learn this this week. But Mm. apparently, one of Netflix's executives during a toast some years ago uh, revealed that just just doing a toast, showing off, revealed that Orange is the New Black, which is one of their most success, like one of their early successes. Yeah, at the time was doing better than Game of Thrones viewing wise, mm. and I think the actors on that show are being paid about fifteen grand an episode, exactly. Whereas the actors on Game of Thrones were being paid hundreds of thousands and, of dollars an episode, a million dollars an episode, yep. whatever it was. And
2: some of them got to be in the New Mutants. Yeah, and, and that's oh, incredible. That's so true. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, we know recently that the guy who created Squid Game, a property which made $900 million for mm. Netflix, and is a show that literally every person on earth, if not they've, if, if they haven't seen it, they know what it mm. is.
1: And it's about poor people being exploited <laughs> by rich people.
2: It's not about what it's about, Mason. Oh, but that is what it's about. Mm. Yeah. Next to nothing for that property, mm. which exploded was the biggest show in the world for, for like a, a year yeah for more like, no for, for a streaming yeah. show that was longer than you No, think. that's true yeah the other thing is one of the proposals that the studios were doing was that if you are a background extra you would come in for a day's work you would get paid for a day's work they would then scan your likeness and then own the rights to you mm. to put in the background of any scene in perpetuity, yeah, forever, for nothing,
1: and apparently that's already happening. Oh that's yeah, happened, that's happened to people on various shows. Uh, uh, yeah, people are just like people are just milling around being background extras. I mean, this is anecdotal, but I, I, saw, I saw it on Twitter a bunch. And producers come up to them, and go like a bunch of them, go, "Hey, can you just come into the trailer for a second? Yeah, and then they'd scan them and then then yep. you get the next person. And then, yeah, that's what's happening. And apparently, it's in. Some people's contracts, I guess. You know? Absolutely. Or it it's not, and they're just like, we'll see how this goes. Yeah. What, what, are what they if... going to
2: come after us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Eventually, yes. Yeah. Now, we have talked about this before, but what the writers want is a pay increase of 49%, and this is so that they make decent money to live on. This could also include things like pensions and healthcare, plus residuals, which we talked about. Often also, streaming services are deleting content, so any residuals that they have to pay, which is very little, they don't have to pay if they delete it. Mm. We've seen that a lot recently. Remember Rise of the Pink Ladies, a show that just came out and got a bunch of Emmy nominations? It's gone, Mm. right?
1: I Uh, don't remember it. No, well, it's gone. It is gone from my memory, James. It is gone, (laughs) as if it never existed. I'll never know how that car gained the ability to fly. Absolutely. I'll never know how all those high school teens got so old and greasy.
2: (laughs) I think they just got kept down. Oh, yeah. So they all stayed there till they were 40. Yeah,
1: that's yeah. probably it. Uh,
2: the other thing they wanted to crack down on was studios do mini rooms where they bring in a handful of writers and they map out a series before it's greenlit and then are not compensated for the length of the series. Oh, yeah. It's basically come in, write the show for us. Thank you very much. We'll take it from here. We'll just use all of your ideas. The other thing is shorter exclusivity. Um, now, that was fine when they'd have like 22 episodes of a show a year, if you did like a sitcom or a Law & Order or whatever. But now they're doing eight to ten, which means basically you write those episodes, you get paid less, and also you basically sit around and can't work on anything else until that exclusivity expires and you yeah, can yeah. move on. And that also means that you need multiple jobs a year as opposed to doing the one.
1: Yeah, and a lot of people are like, well, actually – If know, you can get them. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, a lot of people are like, well, you know, the average is $70,000. That's for, for That's you know, pretty good. You know, it's, it is absolutely decent money. You know? Absolutely it but is. But at the same time, a lot of riders will do one job and then they don't get another job for a year or yeah. two years or something. Or- also,
2: let's be real. If you're not getting health insurance, if you are living in an expensive city, which often you'd have to be to work on something like that, you know what I mean, You you have to get to and from work, mm. you don't have any of these social safety nets – That is not enough money to live comfortably on, like Mm. to live above the poverty line. I know it sounds like a lot of money, and it is, depending where you are, but that is a ludicrous amount of money also considering how much money these shows make Mm. and who's getting the actual money. Yeah. Um, they also want safeguards around AI because they're talking about how, you know, AI could write shows, which also at this point in time is not actually possible. What they actually are planning on doing is get AI to map out something and then actual writers have to come in and they get paid basically to punch up scripts that are- That are bad. Yeah, that, that are bad. That are dreck. Yeah,
1: absolute no, that is, junk. That is slop. Let, let me ask you this question, James, just as an aside. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think that a show like A Law and Order or maybe some sort of procedural show- I don't think I don't personally think any anything has gone to air that's been AI written, but I believe that somebody at the very least has submitted a script and had it approved. One hundred percent. That is AI generated. Yep. They just put in every previous law and order script or whatever it was, Yep, Gray's Anatomy, if that show is still going. Mm-hmm. That is. And they just popped one out and went good and they went sure. Yeah, why not? Well, I mean we're seeing it with articles
2: online. Mm. And it's very obvious now. Yeah, yeah. But it's you know, in a few years it might not be. That's true. And this, yeah, what I'm talking about is people can't afford food, rent. There are people who have been nominated for award shows who can't afford to go to those award shows. Mm. We're talking about like basic human needs, which should extend across all industries. This isn't something that should only exist for for like the elites in Hollywood or whatever.
1: Podcasters and exactly, such. Yeah, you know? <laughs> this is something that should be extended. Real men, construction workers, <laughs> podcasters. <laughs> plumbers, you know.
2: Exactly. Yeah. These are these are basic human needs which should extend into all sectors. Because mm. I've, I've seen like a criticism, which I think is totally valid when people are like, well, I don't get paid very much for what I do. How come they're getting paid that much? And you're right mm. because you should be getting paid get more, more – like a livable wage for what you're doing. But that's not related to this. You not getting money for your job isn't related to these people not getting money for their job. Mm. These are different psychos that's running this game, right? That is true,
1: actually, yeah. Or the same psycho. Yeah, yeah, yeah Could yeah, be. Yeah. 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 We're all fighting billionaires. We're going to kill the yeah. billionaires. <laughs> We're going to kill some
2: billionaires. <laughs> We're going to kill them. Do you want to hear a crazy number? Yes. The total money that the WGA wants, Yes. so the Writers Guild want, mm-hmm. for what they are proposing for everybody, is mm. is $420 million.
1: Oh, that is a crazy number. It's not, though. That's the weed number. When,
2: when you consider yes. Indiana Jones cost three dollars to $400 million. Yeah. And that's one blockbuster mm. for one thing, yeah. right? And I'm not for saying. For one
1: week, then, then we're going to forget about yeah, it.
2: Yeah. And I'm not even saying, like, make one less movie because. It's not just one, one or two movies coming out a year. It's multiple movies. It's merchandise. It's theme parks. Mm. It's all of the. It's tax benefits which all these companies are getting. The money is there. $420 million is fucking nothing to My these bloody, people. Everybody
1: paid $420 million went to the movies and got a popcorn and a large coke. You're not wrong, bro. I'm not <laughs> wrong at all. I am not <laughs> wrong at all. Look, I'm not, it is a it is a it is, a, it is a, the, the micro is macro. You
2: know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I think the idea that you know these CEOs think they can they can ride this out. I'm hoping that that's laughable.
1: I'm hoping it's the opposite because a lot of executives live and die on like a, a quarterly earnings. Yeah. And at a certain point, they're going to have to go to their bosses and go or shareholders. Yeah, yeah.
2: And they say, hey, what's going on with these actors?
1: Whatever. What's what's new in the pipeline this month? And they have to go. Nothing. Yeah. And then they're out. Exactly. So There's
2: only so many times they can say, we've got things ready in the can. And they could also do that when it was just the writers because you could say, well, we had all these scripts in development Mm. and we've got a bunch of them that we we've banked and we can move forward on things, which we've seen. All of these properties that we mentioned that were stalled, they were still moving forward. That's true. And now they can't. Mm. And this is going to dry up very quickly. And the thing is, there is – there is actually like a strike fund for members who are falling on hard times where money is being raised by those who are really affected by this and are having trouble paying rent and medical mm. bills and all that. It's called entertainmentcommunityfund.org. And I'm not even suggesting that people, you know, you can donate to that if you want to. But mm. also understand that people have their own struggles. But what my point is that th- they can, I believe, and I hope, can outlast
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm sort of hoping that a lot of people will see this and the longer the drags out go... Maybe I should go on strike.
2: Yeah, maybe. Like if,
1: you know, if, if if these people can go on strike, exactly. Maybe I maybe I can go on strike in my job.
2: I mean, we see this like the UPS's, you know, the, the strike action. You know, they're talking in regards to that. But I think what's interesting about this is, is that it's it's so public, and yeah. entertainment is, is in our homes. That's true. Whereas, like, remember, the, get out of my home. Yeah, but like the John Deere strike that happened, which was successful, that doesn't affect. Like, that doesn't come into your house. That's true. Get these deers out of my house. (laughs) So I I like the optics that you can get Mm. on this. Anyways, I just want to answer some questions that p- the people have either thrown our way or, um, or I've just seen in general. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now, this isn't necessarily a dig at anybody asking this question unless, unless you unless want to Unless we say read. shut
1: up. <laughs> unless you – tell you what, we'll, we'll see if James asks the question in a whiny voice. Yeah, Because then we are having a dig. <laughs> <laughs> if we start with uh, <laughs> er, yeah. we are taking a dig.
2: No, one of the complaints I've seen is, well, look, I don't even like this stuff that comes out of Hollywood, so who cares? But here's the thing, right? Do you like Banks. Do you like lining up at the post office? Do you like getting on a grubby train for work? Because people in all of the – yeah, I I do too. The (laughs) people who work in all the industries, even the industries that you fucking hate dealing with, they are also entitled to a livable wage. Just because this is an entertainment industry, there is this idea that, oh, this should be – you love it. You should do Mm. it for free. Nothing should be done for free when you're working for somebody. That's true. That's a fucking lie Mm. that people tell you to get you to do shit for free. You've mentioned this one when people say, well, you know, if they give in to some of these demands, and I don't think it'll be all of them. I think it'll be some, Mm -hmm. hopefully. You know, won't they just want further demands? Like you've talked about that. I don't know. Do you want to feel that way? Oh, I mean, you know,
1: people are like, oh, the union movement was good back in the day. Mm. Union movement was good back in the day, but we don't need it anymore. And it's like, well, if you stop... If the unions go away, they roll back everything, don't they? Exactly. Yeah.
2: And you see that like anti-union busting has been absolutely fucking rife, like the world over. And you look at wages in relation to inflation, yeah. look at it in relation to, you know, like, like I'm talking like going to the supermarket, look at the cost of things now compared to what it used to be. Look at what it costs to buy a house. Like these things are not in line anymore. Mm-hmm. It's It's got absolutely insane. And the thing is about these negotiations, this shouldn't be a one-time thing. Like the industry and all industries are constantly evolving like the idea of ai and streaming services these things like five years ago it wasn't well maybe not so much streaming service but you know these things weren't at the forefront these things need to be ongoing that's true these things constantly need to be assessed the tech
1: keeps evolving exactly yeah. exactly
2: and that's everywhere mm. i mentioned the thing about you know it's a privilege to work on uh, uh, this is another question I'd answered before. It, it's a privilege to work in like an entertainment industry and do something like that. And I think just because you, yeah, just because you love something or you like writing on Star Trek or whatever mm. doesn't mean that you shouldn't get paid for it. Like that's, that's insanity. Mm. Yeah. Just be, you shouldn't only get paid if you hate your job, that's is true, my point. Yeah. 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 Um, you mentioned this up top everything is woke. I don't even think that's true. No. And also everything... That- I actually was
1: making a joke. Yeah, I know,
2: I know. But, every- <laughs> I mean, I mean, the biggest movie of last year, or one of, uh, was, was Top Gun, right? That's true. Now, look, there is messaging in that movie. They also tried to remove a flag from Maverick's jacket to release it in China. And some people would consider that one. His,
1: uh, his flag that said, I hate China.
2: Exactly. Yeah. That's- <laughs> and the thing is, like, everything that gets greenlit is only... At the behest of the studio, and it's only greenlit because they see the they look logistically where can we make money, where are the markets which we can get that get this into. That is why anything is greenlit. That's true, it's not. There's no pressure. These people don't succumb to like light pressure, They're like oh, we want to see a, a gay couple hold hands and then they put it in the background of a Star yeah, Wars yeah, movie. Yeah. You know,
1: they can easily remove.
2: Fucking, I just don't believe that anything woke in a movie is because. They they feel like that will get an extra bum explo- on a secret.
1: They're exploiting that market sector, baby. That's all
2: it is. And we've talked about before that like if if you know if you value that representation, sometimes they get creative people to to make a property.
1: And, and they believe in it. And they
2: believe in it, and that's great. But they're they're they are allowed to do that. Hmm. They're not they're not going in and like screaming a bob Iger to put it in. Because right. he will get them killed, basically. Yeah. Um and the last thing is, as I mentioned before, people mentioned like that's more than I get paid. And look, again. That's that's awful. Mm. Like that's that's bad. Like that's again. That doesn't mean if you don't get paid, you know, as much as somebody else, you are also being taken advantage of. Yeah, it's just and a I'm different. I'm sorry that that is it's happening. It's just a genuinely. different guy in a suit. It's a different guy in a suit, or it could be the
1: same guy. It could be the it same could genuinely guy. Genuinely, ultimately, be the same when guy. you go back, it's probably everything's owned by Unilever. Exactly. Who are not a sponsor of us?
2: No, this week they are.
1: Okay. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. I'm quickly googling Unilever's biggest competitor. Yeah.
2: Anyways, I am I'm, that went gorillas <laughs> who have
1: been killed by palm oil.
2: <laughs> Anyways, I'm sorry to get into all of that. Uh, no, I'm not. That's yeah. not true. I'm sorry it went so long. There yeah. you go. There I can go, see yeah. that. Yeah, but I just think like I don't know, man. It's thing people are hurting like the world
1: over. Yeah, yeah. I
2: mean, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's fucked.
1: And all these billionaires are going to die with a hundred billion dollars in their bank account. Yep. Exactly.
2: Yeah, You can get it from them.
1: Or a disgruntled Amazon employee will shoot them in the head when they emerge from their Amazon bunker in the future. <laughs> exactly. It'll just be a ring of disgruntled. One of, one of the, they're going to repurpose one of those Amazon delivery drones and mm. drop a landmine into their bunker. <laughs> that's what's going to happen. But that's they right. can change it.
2: They I mean, that's it. the thing. they got the power to change this. There is also this idea that, look, if I, – and I, I love that it's kind of flipped this time where it's like, why don't these people just get back to work? Why don't they get paid properly? Great point. Like this, this isn't like one of them flicks a switch. Like mm. this can be, this can be solved by more than one party. That's true. Let's have a party, Mason. Oh my god, let's have a party and talk about Bob Iger. This <laughs> okay, is great. Next minute news. He spoke to CNBC this week and he said Disney are trying to save five billion dollars. Well, we didn't oh, say. By no. the way,
1: guys, we're talking about fun trailers later. Yeah, we're yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You can. People could skip, they probably would All left, they may have left, I just killed a <laughs> They're writing an email, Yeah. some one person is writing an email, and I need to be clear, I'm going to delete it. <laughs> I'm not going to read it, I'm just going to delete it. Excuse me, I'm in college, I'm first year in college, and I have some stuff to say. Mm. You know?
2: I've done an economics.
1: <laughs> That's great. Well, we've all done an economics, Also, right? like, student debt is fucked, what are we even talking about? Come they, on.
2: That's a ridiculous system. Yeah. Let's be realistic. Mm. You give, you saddle someone with a debt which they can't default on, they sign it when they're 17. What the fuck is happening? Mm. Come on. Anyways, Marvel, anyway, Bob Iger said that.
1: (laughs) Guys, we said Marvel, so everything's fine. We're back into it. They're
2: going to pump the brakes on Marvel and Star Wars series. He said Marvel is a great example of that. That's so true. It's, uh, it's, it had not been in the television business at any significant level, and not disagree, only right. not only did they increase their movie output, but they ended up making a number of TV series. Said mm. Iker, and frankly, it diluted focus and attention. I don't disagree. I also think they turned to that during um, lockdown, mm. and their streaming service was kicking off. That's true. So that's why they did it. But now they're like, oh, now people aren't seeing our movies because mm. they because they we put them on streaming three weeks after. That's or exactly whatever. right. Yeah. So now they're like pull back on that. Also, there is too much Marvel stuff. Quite frankly,
1: Whoa.
2: Uh, you've been watching Secret Invasion?
1: Nope. No, I have, but I'm an episode behind. Well, it's going to blow your mind. I don't think it is. Yeah. <laughs> I saw two things. One, I saw a, a, a tweet someone said, Boy, this Secret Invasion uh, revelation would have been uh, really exciting seven years ago. Mm. And Don Cheetah liked the tweet. <laughs> <laughs> and the second thing uh, Iman Vellani, who plays Ms. Marvel is apparently writing a Ms. Marvel, Ms. Marvel comic, yeah. uh, comic book uh, coming up uh, there was a photo of her and a friend of hers I think perhaps uh, or maybe a comic book writer I'm not sure who, the who other was one. it Mason? I don't know who it was and I'm not going to look it up uh, they're in a comic book shop and they're holding the death of Ms. Marvel comic book Ooh. and they're like, Burr. uh, and also I think Marvel have already revealed the new comic book that Ms. Marvel's going to be in despite the fact that she's dead. Is it Ms. Marvel is alive again? Yeah, it is. Yeah. She's back. Yeah. yeah. Surprise idiots. It's called. <laughs> you didn't think we'd do it, but she's back. She's back. Let's mm. do some lighter news now, Mason. It's time for lighter news.
2: Uh, before it shut down, Deadpool three.
1: We're going to talk about all the lighters.
2: Zippo, Bic. Um, just two sticks. Yep. Two sticks. Massive.
1: Oh, What about those metal sticks and you're, Ooh, you're, you're camping them. and you're clink, clink. And they, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. What about
2: some matches? It's not a lighter though, is it? Mm, that's a great point. Mm. You don't think they count? No. All right. Yeah. Get rid of your matches, folks. <laughs> Throw them in the bin. Throw them in the bin. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Throw them in a the fire. Uh, so Deadpool 3. Yes. We got the reveal earlier this week of Hugh Jackman in the classic yellow. mm wolverine costume at last what do you think
1: looks pretty fun it looks like the costume it does
2: some people have said less sleeves maybe
1: oh yeah yeah yeah. because traditionally he's got the big gun and also hugh jackman he's got those guns so why wouldn't he's got them guns yeah Mm. and
2: they're fighting on set i don't know if you've seen some of those photos have seen?
1: they're doing some big wire work and
2: there's also a big 20th century fox logo i love that
1: i love that one because they're finally they're building big sets Mm -hmm. it's not green screen which is nice um I bet and also, some of it is. I bet a lot of it is, yeah. <laughs> uh maybe this is the one bit of set they've actually built. Yeah. Uh but again, like so so a lot of this seems to be if we if we're if we're divining the plot from this sort of stuff and the the, the, mm. the cameos we've shown we've we've heard are are on the way. Yeah. This is a lot of is he is Deadpool diving into the Fox back catalogue of bad To kill everyone? Yeah, it might be Deadpool kills the Fox with yeah. uh, uh, Marvel Universe or, or saves. Maybe he maybe saves him. it. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe Maybe he ends up in a – if I had to guess, I would say maybe he ends up in some sort of reality that's on the verge of being destroyed and it's got all those oh, okay. remnants of characters in it or something like that. Well, that's cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh,
2: we won't get into more cameos. I, I saw some online this week. But, um, yeah, there are cameos. Oh,
1: there are cameos. Galore happening right. If you like a cameo.
2: If you love when you're watching a movie and then a bunch of people go, I'm here – and you, rec- and you recognize me. Yeah, yeah. And I love
1: this movie. That's often good because sometimes I don't recognize them. Yeah. So it's nice to have, you know, that.
2: That happened to me with, uh, what was I watching? And it was Anna Wintour. And I'm like, is that? I don't know who that is, I think. Okay. And I'm like, because I think it was in the Sex and the City episode. <laughs> and it felt, and I know I was watching it with my wife, Claire, who you <laughs> love. But not like, just like platonically, yeah? <laughs> and... And I'm like, oh, this is what a normal person feels like watching any of the movies that I watch. Right. Where they're like, it's Anson Mount from the Inhumans TV series. Right. All right, then, I guess.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. It's Anna Wintour from the Vogue Cinematic Universe. <laughs> God, she's so dastardly. So
2: dastardly. So, uh, yeah, that Deadpool 3 is currently shut down. That was yep. one of the few productions that went ahead, despite Ryan Reynolds not being able to improv on set, apparently, because right. of the, 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 the writers' strike and mm. all of that. But uh, now that is... Shut down. That's right. Ba Stop doing it.
1: They have. It's okay. Stop it. Oh,
2: as much as you can. Mm. Yeah. Do you want to talk about Superman Lives casting? though? Yes. All right. Oh, big news. And I'm just going to see if I can stop the dogs from barking. I love it. Uh-huh. Who is it?
1: Who is it? Oh, it's Ali. She's here. <laughs> 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 you're outside now, you're inside what I don't you
2: know if you, no- you noticed Mason, but Ollie made an appearance in our latest Caravan of Garbage I did say that mm, Saved the day The <laughs> oh real goodness. hero of cinema Mason That's so true Yeah uh, What are we talking about? Uh, Superman casting. Oh yeah So this movie is now two years away Well, plus strike time. Plus strike, etc yeah. <laughs> And we've got some casting this week
1: Alright, here we go
2: Isabella Merced Now she's going to be Hawkwoman Hawkwoman, that's right And we saw Hawkman recently That's true, we did uh, hawk girl, it says,
1: but okay, I don't right. know. It Could be hawk woman. I don't know. Right.
2: Edie Gathegi is Mister hmm. Terrific.
1: Now people remember him as uh, Darwin, the mutant who cannot die and is the only one who dies in uh, in X Men First Class.
2: Yeah, he shouldn't have told everybody he wasn't going to die. <laughs> That's right. Big mistake.
1: Hey, my powers! I will never die.
2: I oh, wish you'd give a quick breakdown of these. Hawk Girl is um from a from a um another. Planet and of hawk people, <laughs> or she's, uh,
1: she's or a she's a person. reincarnated magic uh, yeah. person. Yep, sure. So one of those, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. and her wings are either made of nth metal and technologically based, or magic based, or she's got real wings. Yeah, we won't poison. know. No, we won't. What were they in the last movie? Don't know. What were they in Black Adam? Don't know. That's a great question. Can't what were remember.
2: they? Was it a suit? Did he put on a suit? I think he did. Yeah. Let's watch that movie right now. Okay, after Red Notice. <laughs>
1: Same time as Red Notice? (laughs) Same time. And then after that, we'll cleanse the palate with a little bit of Red Notice. Oh, yeah. It's going to be hard to watch the sequel to Red Notice
2: when I'm still watching original Red Notice.
1: (laughs) Yep. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I don't think it's going to be hard for me at all. (laughs) We just built differently. I'm a real redhead, you know? Yeah, it's
2: true. Um, Like the matches. That's true. Is that a local reference? Doesn't matter. Mason? Mm Mm-hmm. Mr. Terrific, you it's know, a callback, certainly. Yeah, yeah. To yeah. the lighter talk earlier. Yeah, but like redhead, as in like the types. Of I think matches. that's Australian. Is that Australian yeah. That's Australian. Okay, yeah. great. Mm-hmm. So, Mr. Terrific, smart man. Anything
1: else? Uh yeah. Uh, Technologically sound. Yes, uh, world. Well, one of the world's smartest men. Uh, cool yeah. jacket. Cool, very cool jacket. Has fair play down the sides. Yeah, man. uh, uh invisible to technology. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He here's these. T- but not
2: like sonar or some some stuff.
1: I think. I There's don't. Some things. No. Ah, yeah. uh, but he, he's um. His, pri- his iconic weaponry is the T Sphere, which is like a, yeah. his little drones that follow him around, and they can shoot lasers and so forth. Absolutely, pretty cool stuff. Uh, he's been he's had appearances in the CW universe, Oh, okay, In yeah, the yeah. Anim- various animated universes. I think
2: Big Brain, Big Brain. Yeah, I think he's like the third smartest person in the DC universe. Mm. I guess
1: behind Batman and Lex Luthor. I'm That's sure yeah, maybe. I think so. Yeah, who knows? I think he should be smarter though. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think he should go back to school. Sm- <laughs> Just put
2: in another couple
1: of years. Yeah, if you wouldn't mind. What yeah. area? Yeah, maybe do some brain training on oh, Nintendo yeah. 3DS. That's
2: a great idea. Yeah, mm-hmm. get your stylus ready, Mister. Yeah, Terrific. do some Sudoku. You know, yes, that's really right. stretch
1: that brain out.
2: <laughs> uh, Anthony Carrigan mm-hmm.
1: is. Oh, uh, that's um, he's from uh, He's Hank from uh, from Barry. Yeah, that's
2: right. Mm-hmm. He plays Metamorpho. Oh, the Element Man. Yeah, mm-hmm. some kind of. You know, does he touch a thing, or he can just do it? I no, that's remember. the absorbing man. Oh, metamorpho
1: yeah. can t- turn. Oh, I mean, they probably they may have changed it since the last time I read a Metamorpho story. Yeah. but he can he can transform partly or fully into like any element that's in, within the human body. Oh, within the human
2: body. Yes. So what if he puts something in his body? I don't can think he that would work. To
1: that, no. Like no. a big rubber. <laughs> Go on. Egg. A big rubber egg. <laughs> I don't think so. No. Okay. No. In his ear. I don't think so. No. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Mm. He could just in this he could just be able to turn into whatever element he wants. Yeah, yeah. what do you Absolutely. think about that? I, I'm fine with it. Okay. Great. Apparently,
2: all these characters are also going to serve the story, and it doesn't mean they're going to get their own spin spinoff. Exactly. Yeah, I
1: mean, based on most of these, what the characters we're getting here would suggest to me that they are they are background players, or they're yeah. characters that Superman meets along the way, yeah. or you know they they they're they're in an opening action sequence and they leave. Superman kills them. Exactly, but he might kill him. I mean, based on the next one, you're going to say, which I think is. Nathan.
2: Oh, you thought I'd forgotten everybody, it's, uh, didn't you?
1: Nathan Fillion. Wait, uh, he's a great. He's Green Lantern. Yeah. But but, not, it, but but not Hal Jordan, not the no. Hal Jordan Greenland guy Gardner. Ah,
2: oh, my favorite. He's the, uh, the the worst, the worst
1: one. The uh, the guy. He's got a big bowl cut, and he's a real jerk. Yeah, I mean, a lot of them are real jerks. Hal Jordan's kind of a jerk. Yeah, they're but, all jerks, but, so but this yeah. one especially is. A, he's notable in being more of a jerk than Hal Jordan. Yeah, that's right. Uh, which makes me like that feels to me like it is. I mean, it's a James Gunn movie, and you know him and Nathan Fillion are friends, and he's yeah. been in. James Gunn movies before he was that's just right. in Guardians 3. Yep. Uh, that suggests that he's been going to be in it, you know, yeah. for well, a little Well,
2: he's also bit. He's TDK. Oh, yeah, Silver of course Scott he court. is. Yeah, that's right. Which basically, because they're doing a universe reset, other people can be other things and that's whatever. That's true, yeah. Um, James Gunn took to Threads, I believe. Oh, wow, early adopter. Wow, yeah. He said, given my old pal Nate Bolkart might be my primary reason for casting him. That would have been my primary reason for for doing that as well, yeah. for anybody's ability. who's Who would look dumb in a bowl cut? Everybody. everybody. But who's the person
1: who would hate it the most? <laughs> that's right.
2: Yeah, so that's fun. I love all of that, and I'm hoping it's a good movie mm. because sometimes, every now
1: and then, there is a good movie. They knock one out of the park somehow. Yeah, that's right. Uh, would, uh, here's oh, a, here's a quick on. question. Uh, would you prefer to be Hal Jordan? No.
2: no. Me neither. I think Hal Jordan will be like a – I think they mentioned Channing Tatum maybe. Okay. But like someone like that.
1: It's fine. I think they might get like like a Corrin word. I think they might get something yeah. on that level, like newish, sure. relatively unknown. I like
2: like Nathan Fillion can do like arrogant, like yeah. kind of yeah, loser. Yeah.
1: He, and he the, probably doesn't want to commit to ten movies nah. or whatever. Or he does. I don't think he does. Oh. I mean, he did he did like eight seasons of Castle and and a million seasons of The Rookie or whatever. And a hundred
2: seasons of Serenity in our hearts. That's right. I
1: know what's called Firefly,
2: Mason. You don't have to fart down my throat. Which is a commonest straight expression. That's true, yeah. Uh, it's by IGN in our segment called How the Flash Can This
1: Happen? Oh, my goodness. Good
2: thing I wrote that down. Mm, uh,
1: I had already forgotten.
2: Now, you're going to love this because the flash is coming to your home in the film. Not not really, thank goodness. <laughs> <sighs> In the form of set up a metal detector. In the form of either digital or physical release, but that's not the only way you can experience the Flash. That's not
1: enough for me. (laughs) Do you want to spend more money? Yes. Okay. So what about I want to get something of no value? (laughs) You're gonna love this then. Okay.
2: Warner Brothers Discovery has announced today that its latest superhero flick, The Flash, is its latest blockchain movie. Meaning <laughs> it will be, uh, you will be available to purchase this film as a non-fungible token NFT. Oh, through
1: the, the, block- the best time for an NFT. <laughs> through the blockchain service Ulvio starting July 18th. That's uh, that's coming up. July yes, it is. Damn. Three days from now at yeah. time of recording. That's right. Earlier when it comes out. That's right. When, when, in, in several weeks' time, My it'll goodness. be, if you listen to this late. It might be too late. Yeah, it might be too late. It might have sold out of all of them. Just to be clear. Do not buy this. No, don't anybody. buy anybody. Not even as a joke. No. Yeah. Uh, in a press release, what, about what? A gag gift for someone else? No. Okay, interesting. Do not
2: encourage this kind of behaviour. Right. It's like giving a dog a treat for peeing oh, on the carpet. They should
1: have tricked Sony into releasing a Morbius NFT. <laughs> two two cinema releases, then an NFT.
2: That would have been <laughs> great. In a press release, Warner Brothers Discovery explains that- We're
1: desperate for money. We'll do anything. No, they've got plenty of money, Mason.
2: Mm. But explains that The Flash is a Web 3 movie experience in a multimedia NFT allowing fans to own and to engage in with the 2023 DC superhero
1: film in an exciting way. Just wait for somebody to put it on Twitter for nothing. What does
2: this mean though, Mason? It
1: doesn't mean anything. It's an immersive
2: Web 3 experience. You can watch it in 4K. Ooh. Which you could do
1: anyway. Yeah, if you bought the 4K. Uh,
2: access five digital locations that contain hidden augmented reality collectibles. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> um, Wait, what does that mean? Does that mean you can go to a place in real life? I hope so. What if you don't live near that place? <laughs>
2: well, you have to. Oh, great. <laughs> Maybe it's within the, it's like within it comes up in the it. movie or whatever. Oh, great. I don't know. Great. None of this means anything. They probably yeah, haven't it. even figured it out yet. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <That's> probably <laughs> they can build answer. it after they sell it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh and will allow them to unlock Go to
1: famous e- crime scene locations. <laughs> that may or may not have to anything to do with anyone in this movie. <laughs> and
2: will allow them to unlock exclusive content and behind the scenes footage. Also feature a voucher for those that purchase. That the, used to
1: just be on stuff. stuff. That used to just be on DVDs, behind the scenes stuff. you would have to do an NFT treasure nah, hunt. Ah man,
2: you're misremembering uh, the stuff always was hard and weird and Expensive to get. Mm. Uh, allowing them to redeem it for a DC3 Super Power pack NFT from the DC NFT marketplace. But outside of this NFT pack, owners will obtain randomly selected key art featuring characters from the film that vary in levels of rarity. Oh. So it could be...
1: Not rare at the all, all. <laughs> mm-hmm. or somewhat rare, somewhat rare, or just
2: look at it on Twitter. Or put,
1: put people put all of them on Twitter; they'll just collate them.
2: I mean, this is a very obvious cash grab because this yeah. movie is uh, making negative money. It's the worst, It's the biggest bomb ever, maybe biggest
1: bomb ever, maybe. Wow, love that. God, love it for this movie. It's future generations of YouTubers or whatever. Youtubers is replaced by, are going to be like, guys, you will never believe, you will never – You, yeah. you, you, you guys, this is the biggest bomb ever made. And we'll be ever, like, we lived we live, We were <laughs> there. And they'll be like, shut up, old man, because we're there. Yeah. We're just there. This be, is
2: three years from now. We were there.
1: <laughs> we were there. <laughs> uh, and they'll just be like, this was the biggest bomb ever made and no one remembers it. Yeah. You know, they'll be like, yep, yeah, yeah, great.
2: It had Michael Keaton or whatever.
1: Yeah.
2: We were there. Well, anyway, so that's – um. That's a fucking awful thing to do.
1: Yep. Did you see – this is almost entirely unrelated, but I thought it was interesting. Did you see they're doing Call of Duty plus the boys? Did you see that? Like in the game? Yep. Do you shoot them? I'm not sure if they're you, – you you can look at it quickly on the YouTube. Have Go a on. have a quick look. Have a quick look, James. I don't want to watch it. I just want to know what it is. Have a quick squiz. There, there are three characters. There are three the boys' characters in the game. I'm not sure if you play as them or if they're like notable enemy characters or yeah, okay. if they're like – you know the hero characters, like in the Star Wars, where you burn yeah, yeah, up, you yeah. earn points, and then you can turn into them or whatever. But it's Homelander, Starlight, and Black Noir. Yeah, and okay. you can also get like Temp V in the in the game that gives you superpowers. Okay, so
2: let's look at this. Yeah, you can shoot. They got guns. They do so have guns. Which presumably, presumably is you can play as them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and these I, these guys get it. Yeah,
1: and I think <laughs> they're being voiced by Anthony Starr, Aaron Moriarty, and nobody because Black Noir right. doesn't. Speak. Well, that's
2: why you pick the third one. Right? <laughs> picked the third one. That's Smart. right. Yeah. I think if this goes well, they'll have all of them. Maybe. Maybe including with a time the, release. Including the guy who climbs inside another guy's dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good stuff, Mason. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It's exciting. What an exciting, exciting time. Exciting times we live in, you know to what I mean? purchase absolute fucking Drek from psychopaths. That you reckon? Yes, I agree. Has this gotten more cynical or has everything gotten worse? No,
1: everything's great. Anyway, if everybody <laughs> could sign up to BigSandwich.co. <laughs> hey, do you like direct from psychos? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Jason, hello. Let's get positive. Let's get positive. Trailers are high. <laughs> we actually have trailers this week. Three pretty big trailers. Big trailers. Uh, one of them for a movie that they haven't been promoting and now can't. And it's
1: out in like a week. It's I called think. Blue
2: Beetle. That's right. Um,
1: I think this looks pretty fun. It, lo- it does look pretty fun. Uh, if you haven't seen the trailer yet, uh, the whole movie's in it though. Yep. It's uh we we know who the big bad guy is. He's fighting at the end with we, with the final battles in it. Isn't the uh, isn't the big bad guy just like a variation on him? In a way, it's a big red blue beetle. <laughs> a big red blue beetle. Yep, that's right. Blue, red blue beetle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that's what they say. Yeah. They're like, oh my god, that's a big red blue beetle. Yeah, man. That's it's got a big guns, I think. Maybe they're bigger than your guns.
2: This is the first movie in the DC. When
1: movie. your guns are powered by family. Whoa. Are they Spitting into the batteries, they watch. They are, yeah, yeah. yeah. George <laughs> Lopez is spitting into the batteries. I don't
2: think that's very cool. Yeah, yeah, but look, I would say, yeah, don't watch this trailer. Yeah, but it does kind of—it's Spider-Man vibes. You yeah, know? it looks
1: fun. Look, it look the the main guy looks very charming. I think yep. that's a bit of fun. uh We get we get a little some nods to the previous Blue Beetle. It's it's a lot of this is taking place in Cord Industries, which is Ted, Ted Cord's Cord Industries, and we also see his old his his Beetle ship. Oh, do we? Yeah, I didn't watch it that close. I, it's quite prominent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the trailer? Yeah. Not an NFT. No, it's a real trailer. Wow. Yeah, I'll yeah. wait for the NFT. <laughs> Great. I think. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want. You don't want this trailer to spoil the NFT. So. <laughs> yeah, but you. Th- this is. Um. I, th- I think I saw a tweet from James Gunn that was like somebody tweeted, "Hey, when's the Blue Beetle trailer coming?" And he's like, oh, "I'll look into it." Yeah. So, boy, this is coming think,
2: out. I don't think it's a priority for him.
1: Yeah, this is coming out very soon. Yeah. So what's
2: that? What's the date? August September? Let me check. Okay, if you if you want to find. But as mentioned, if you're in this movie, uh, you cannot promote it. August 17th. That's my true. god, yeah, yeah, that's like a
1: month. Yeah. Well, good luck to this one. Good luck to the debut.
2: Good luck to all it. movies out there. I agree. We hope for the best of you.
1: Um, so yeah, this is probably <laughs> yeah. going to bomb.
2: But you know, you never know. Sometimes they can sometimes a good movie will just carry a movie.
1: Yep. Sure, absolutely. And sometimes Dungeons and Dragons.
2: Yeah. And a sometimes a Hot
1: Ones interview. Well, somebody's lying. Like, can't do that now. Though. No, I can't do a Hot Ones. Unless they already recorded it, which Unless is Unless they possible. already recorded it or they go on Hot Ones to not promote anything.
2: Yeah. You know? I'm just here to eat wings and shut my mouth. That's <laughs> right. Let's talk about you, Sean. I won't be opening my mouth. I'll be sticking these wings up my nose. That's <laughs> right. I don't want to get in trouble.
1: Let's learn something about you, Sean. I don't have anything to say. I actually don't have a personality.
2: <laughs> He seems nice. He seems very nice. I mean, because he, he he's asking the questions. Yes. You know? I, and yeah, he's in it with them. Yeah. Because they'll often be like, are you dying? And he's like, I'm with you. Yeah. Me and you are the same. That's right. We're just jealous. Yeah. Agreed. We're just a couple of jelly valleys, Mason. True. No, it is a good show. But every now and then they're like, look, it's it's Ted Donovan. I'm like, I don't know who this is. <laughs> like, it's super rap star. Ted Ditch, Donovan. Mitch, Dick, Mitch Dickford. Mitch I'm like, I don't know who that is
1: either. Yeah. 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 I feel the same way with, have you ever seen Chicken Shop Date? Yes. Which is Amelia de Moldenberg's uh, interview mm. show. And she's you know, great. She is great, but I don't know anybody on that show. No. I'll know one in like 20 and it's all, other, otherwise it's like British grime rappers. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know who any of these people are. <laughs> I don't know. This is probably very funny if you know who any of these people yeah. are.
2: Look at the Andrew Garfield interactions. Are great. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Has he done, he hasn't done a Chicken Shop I don't shop think date, he has, though. no. Yeah. We
2: also got a trailer for Ahsoka. That's true. We find more about the Thrawniverse. Oh,
1: she's done a – she did one with Jennifer Lawrence. I know who Jennifer Lawrence is. Oh, yeah, Lawrence yeah. Is. I think I watched that one, actually. Okay. Yeah. She's done one with the Jonas Brothers. Oh, which ones? Like, all three Jonas Brothers. That's too
2: many. One mm. of them needs to go. Mm. I don't care which one. <laughs> Just get rid of wow. one of
1: them. <laughs> go wow. on. Go on, sorry. Uh, let's see. Uh, Lewis Capaldi. I'm aware yep. of who that is, but I don't really know what his deal is. Yep. Uh, and He's then... like, I'm
2: normal in things. Oh, I'm always nice. being normal around.
1: Uh, Okay, look – it's, then it's some a, a group called Flow. I don't know who that is. Oh, yeah. Shania Twain, well, very well aware of her. Oh yeah. And then a guy called Central C, who was definitely a British grime rapper. Ooh, look at him! And you know, and so forth. Yeah. Yeah. Great, great stuff. stuff. <laughs> great stuff.
2: Uh Soka trailer. Did you watch oh, that? Yeah. People of Thrawn's back and whatever, et cetera.
1: Oh, and we see the shot of Thrawn. I've seen the shot of Thrawn, yeah. Sabine and et cetera. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm
2: looking forward to this. Oh, yeah, great. Um, Just because hopefully it'll be set five years after Return of the Jedi. That's the perfect time to set a Star Wars, I think. (laughs) I agree. It's actually the only time, unless you're setting it around the original movie.
1: Yeah, nice. Yeah,
2: but no other times. I don't want to see a movie in any other direction. Mm. God damn it.
1: What about a movie? No. A Star Wars movie? Yeah. Set in the 90s. In the 90s? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slap bands, hyper-color. What's that, like 13 years after the original Star Wars? Uh, yeah. Around. a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, the 90s. No, 1977.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's go to yeah,
1: the yeah. 90s. That's right. Oh, yeah, I would love that. Yeah, yeah. God. Hey, Ahsoka, what's going on? We're going to see the original Mortal Kombat <laughs> cinemas. Really? Yeah. Okay. So it's the mid-90s, is it? Yep. All right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> That's cool.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, we also got a trailer uh-huh. from director Paul King, director of two Paddington movies, oh, which yeah. are just an absolute delight,
1: mm-hmm. for Wonka. Mmm, Jonker. Jonker. We've been calling it Jonker because we were under the assumption it was going to be a dark, twisted tale yes. of the origins of one Mr. Wilhelm Wonka.
2: Yeah, uh-huh.
1: But I don't think it is. No. I think my maybe originally that was the plan, yeah. which is why you get Chalamet. Yeah. And then you change the vibe, and then he's woefully miscast in this.
2: Yeah, look. And it looks bad. I love this director. Uh-huh. And i actually seeing everything in this trailer other than him. Mm-hmm. Kind of delightful. Right. Hugh Grant,
1: little Hugh Grant. Okay, that's fun, yeah. Got a little flute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic stuff. He saw um, in uh, Dungeons & Dragons, he saw Bradley Cooper being yep. little and he's like, I want to be little also. Can you do that for
2: yeah. me? <laughs> I love that Hugh Grant's just doing literally just anything yeah.
1: or just weird stuff. Well, yeah, he was in right. Paddington
2: too. He was a villain that's in That's true, that. yeah. But, yeah, he's – um. We were talking about this before the show. Mm. We actually did a full hour. That's right. Which is exclusive to us. That's right. <laughs> you cannot get
1: that content. That's right. We paid each other nine <laughs> US dollars.
2: <laughs> um, where he doesn't have the whimsy of a Gene Hackman. Not Gene or Gene Hackman.
1: Yeah, does not have Gene whimsy. Gene Wilder by yeah, like yeah.
2: a long way.
1: He wouldn't say any of the words Gene Hackman would say in the French Connection. No. Mm, and the good.
2: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But it just, there's, there's, that is such a performance yeah, like I and I recently rewatched it with my son, who loved it. Thought it was incredible, uh-huh. and just th- none of that is here. Yeah, and like look, all the whimsy when he does that thing where he, he's like, "I'll flip it and other way or whatever." It yeah, yeah, yeah. was like Are you
1: reading that. Like, what is this? Yeah, look and again. There's there's no way for me to prove. I like it, no, one. I think so he's me, good. I think he's clarify. great in Dune. In, in, apparently, he's good in that. Is he in a cannibal movie that he's good in? He's in Call Me by Your Name or whatever with Army Hammer. Okay, but he's also in a cannibal okay. movie. Okay, sure. <laughs> um, well, then he's in two cannibal movies. No. Oh no! <laughs> I didn't even think about that. But I look. There's no way for me to prove this. But I think the initially the movie was going to have a certain vibe, yeah. And they hired Timothy Chalamet based on that vibe of like, like sort of re- sinister, like a Return to Oz kind of, yeah, thing? yeah, Return to Oz, like, um, yeah, some, something like that, yeah. And then they changed the vibe because they're like, well, we've got to make this a, a, a four quarter movie for all the demographics and all the kids, and it's going to be fantastic. All beast. the charlatans, all the shit, exactly. Oh. Charlemagne's? Charlatans. all the Charlemagne's. Exactly. Uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Mm.
2: Whatever. This is free. Whatever. I can say anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's right.
1: Uh, can't stop us. <laughs> we'll never be censored. We'll say stupid things. You can't stop us. No one would want to. Um and, and they and they hide him because they're like, oh, we'll make it weird and sinister, but then they're like, yeah, but we gotta make it uplifting and etc. And it's gonna be a beautiful kid's movie, or whatever. Yeah. And then they changed the vibe, which resulted in him. Being in a movie with a vibe that he's not suited to. You think they're going to like Edward Scissorhands him a bit? Yeah, like you know the bit in you know the bit in the original movie where they go in under the, the boat and they go on the boat yeah. and it's going with me and, and they cut see. the head off a chicken in that. Yes, footage. that's right. Love it. Yeah, yeah, and it's all weird and sinister. I'm like, well, it's, it seems like it's, it's going to be a whole movie of that, yeah. but it's not. It's, no, it's they've they've the guy it out who, who wants to make chocolate. Yeah, I love chocolate. And yeah, I love, uh, yeah.
2: I mean, imagine the movie Corella, which is a prequel to 101 Dalmatians. But bad. Oh. Like the movie Corella. Yeah, 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 That's yeah. not that bad, that movie. It was actually, that's some fun moments. Like when mm. dogs killed that woman. <laughs> Do you remember that? Uh,
1: no, I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Oh, I, no, I have seen the clip where they pushed that yeah. Push yeah. over there. You were probably
2: too busy watching Pinocchio. No, I was too busy watching the Tom The Red... version.
1: <laughs> I hated that, but also I'm too busy watching Red Notice. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um,
2: oh, yeah. Uh, so you might want to know how did Timothy Charlemagne audition for this? He didn't? Well here we go. it was a straight offer because he's great this is the director and he's the only person in mind who could do it uh, but because he's Timothy Charlemagne and his life is so absurd his high school musical performances are on YouTube and have hundreds of thousands of views so I knew from standing uh, for Timothy Charlemagne that he could sing and dance really well. I so mean, this is also a musical I forgot yeah so I think also let's wait let's see it's the Paddington guy and he's uh, and Paddington's are the best. Do you agree? they're good. They're certainly good. Come on, man. No. People love those movies. And if you say they're bad, someone will kill you. <laughs> is that what you want?
1: Uh, no. You prefer that? Okay. So uh, here's a tweet from uh, Alex Friedman. Unfamiliar with them. But, yes. Uh, but she has said, apropos of nothing, some weirdos I think could have done a great Wonka." Here we go. And we've got Rad- Radcliffe, Daniel yeah, Radcliffe. Yeah, I agree. He's weird. Nicholas, Nicholas Holt, Holt. Yep, agreed. Uh, Charlie Day. 100%. And I don't know who this last guy is, but. That's, um. Uh, he's Dylan fucking... Moran. Yeah, Dylan Moran. Wow. No, what th- is it? I don't know. What's his name? I don't know how that guy. He's is. in the Scorch Trials and whatever. Oh, okay, right. But I think that, is, that would... Uh, I love the Dylan fact... Dylan O'Brien. Dylan O'Brien. I like that okay, right. Right, 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 right.
2: right, 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 right. But we haven't seen it yet.
1: Yeah, well, we haven't seen it yet. But I think Daniel Radcliffe was, would be good because he's got the... He does weird stuff. He does weird and whimsy and...
2: Isn't that show that's like... Soulmates, or not soulmates, or something where he's on
1: different time periods and yeah, 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 yeah. He's good and Nicholas well. Hole will be good. I think Charlie Day is probably
2: doesn't suit. He's older than Gene Wilder was when Gene Wilder <laughs> That's true, did it, yeah. so you can't. Yeah, really I don't know,
1: hundred percent buy that one. And He'd be a good Oompa And I think yeah, I think he's too weird. Yeah, I think you need to be like weird and handsome, and yeah. and you've got to do, be able to do a forward roll. You have to do have to be able to do a four roll. How many forward rolls? I think he's too inside. Like it's, yeah. I think he's too intense. But yeah, I think the other, I think Nicholas Holt and Daniel Radcliffe would have been. Yeah, great.
2: there is like a like a reservedness to Gene Wilder when yeah. he needs to. Mm. God, he's fucking funny in that movie. Mm. He's really good. Yeah. Um, there we go.
1: Anyway, uh, uh, looks bad, but I I guess we'll see it. Jonker, Jonker. Um it Can't be. I don't think it's. It doesn't feel like Jonker anymore. No, it's Wangtastic beasts. Okay. Fantastic beasts? Why what are we doing? Fantastic oh, like, Beasts. Feels like a fantastic beast movie but Wong okay, is yeah, Okay, yeah, I get, yeah. Yeah. Fantastic Fantastica. Wong. Fantastic Fantastic Wong. Sure. Wong No, I think it should be Wong Fantastic Beast. beast but that would imply that. Wong is in it and he's not. That's it's confusing. Yeah. So we'll keep it.
2: <laughs> now, Mason, last bit of news we just got to talk about is next week. Uh-huh. at cinemas. Ooh. Barbie and Oppenheimer are going head to head. What Oppenheimer, we're calling it? What did you say? You said
1: Oppenheimer. I never
2: said anything. And <laughs> I don't resent the accusation. <laughs> uh, and people say, What do you see first? Yeah. Do you even see both? But the, I like that these are coming together as a double bill. Mm. You want to see some people get obliterated by a nuclear yeah. explosion in a real world event.
1: And then Oppenheimer. <laughs> We, we did it. He's done the joke. We did it. He's done the joke. He flipped it. Yeah, he
2: flipped it. it.
1: Now, I've, I read this week, uh, and this makes a lot of sense, uh, that Christopher Nolan is not happy about this double bill and because Warner Brothers has done this because they don't like him anymore and they're like... Yeah. But it's, it feels more like Counter-Program to me.
2: Wasn't he also like... I like that cinemas coming back, and probably. people are like, maybe two movies. Yeah, maybe two movies. Now, what are you going to see first? That's the big discussion point.
1: My look, well, I'm probably, it, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to see one over the other first, stylistically or for for yeah. uh, for for, vibes for tax reasons. reasons. For tax reasons, it's probably going to be like whatever is available first at my local cinema. Yeah, okay. Like, if there's a midnight screening of Barbie first or Oppenheimer first, I'm like, well, I'll do that one, yeah, yeah, yeah. the night before, and then I'll see because we've got to see both of them before, yes. the, before next week. Oh my so,
2: God. I would love to be able to see Oppenheimer first. Oh, and yes, then
1: Barbie. Explain your reasoning, James. I just
2: think it would be a, like Barbie would be a nice thing to watch after Oppenheimer, right? Right, right, right. Um, and but I don't think I can actually see it that way just looking at the session times and how my week's planning out and everything. Right. I might have to do it the the other way. but That's so true. I don't care. As long as I get to see two great movies, oh, my which goodness. everybody is saying these are, Mason. That's true. Woo!
1: Woo is correct, my friend. Quick update, James. Yo. Uh, there is an advanced screening of Barbie on Wednesday night. They're doing girls' nights, I saw. Flicks with the chicks. Yeah, man. So I might uh, pop to that session early, mm-hmm. and then uh, then I'm going to see Oppenheimer and be uh, massively depressed on the Thursday. Interesting choice. It's wonderful, yeah. Of movies.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah.
1: I literally have no choice. If I you must see, see them both. If you see
2: both movies, can I then see neither movie? I guess. And
1: I'll just recount the plots both, to you? We both have different perspectives. Oh, that's true, actually. It's cheaper yeah. for
2: me, too. <laughs> I don't want to pay for tickets for all of my family to
1: see Oppenheimer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my three-year-old daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And your wife will be like, who's that? you will be like, I don't know yet either. It's probably <laughs> President Truman or something. <laughs> I don't know yet. I have the same information you do. <laughs> We've both gone in this movie at the start. anyway. It's
2: probably Einstein. Look, I know it looks weird. Looks weird in the trailer. Looks weird in the movie. Yeah, you seen that? Yes. This looks like a sketch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Mate, that's what he looked like though. I don't know. You know, I don't even met him. Mm. I don't even think he's that smart.
1: <laughs> that's what I think. Face uh, it. <laughs> The, the the tone of your always suggests you have met him, and he was way smarter than you, and in you're in your covering. No,
2: no, I no. Okay, <laughs> just no. Okay, I believe you. <laughs> all right.
0: This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving all of in June.
2: you've probably heard this or maybe you've even experienced it a business gets to a certain size and then the cracks start to emerge things that used to take like a day and now taking a week there's too many manual processes just grinding away and you don't have that one source of truth if this is you you should know these three numbers 37,025 1 That's a number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and a whole lot more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One. Because your business is one of a kind. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. That's netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of shit, mother Or... Sales! I definitely prefer... but migrating is going to be a headache the shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products orders customers and more from every e-commerce platform to shopify and maybe one of those people who are like hey don't put me in a box i don't want to be in this box either metaphorically or for real thankfully shopify never will because with shopify you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations you know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I did not even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow and run their Business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weekly planet or lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weekly planet. Shopify.com slash weekly planet. Cha-ching sound effect. and Mashable, visit our exclusive link expressvpn.com weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's e-x-p-r-e-s-s-vpn.com weeklyplanet. expressvpn.com weeklyplanet to learn more. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. <laughs> meow, meow. Ah, uh, the budget of this movie was close to two hundred ninety million dollars. Well, that's
1: very expensive.
2: That's right. Well, they're doing big stunts for real, and this shot during COVID—it was one of the that's few right. productions which did not slow down. Mm-hmm. And maybe everybody got COVID on a boat or something at one point. Do you remember no, that? No, boatford. That's boatford. the worst boatford. kind you can get. Something happened. I don't remember. It was a Boy. million years ago. This was filmed mostly a long time ago.
1: Wow. Uh, well, you can tell because Tom Cruise on the campaign trail has had time to regrow his hair. He looks completely different mm-hmm. and weird. <laughs> you think? Yeah, it's weird. Is it because you've learned his sixty-one recently, and now you're like, that's put his whole, his entire being into? Yeah, a I don't know. There's
2: some, there's some things at odds there. Okay, you know? all right. I don't know. Anyway, good luck to him.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's got a bright future, that kid.
2: <laughs> so that's a lot of money. Yeah, for a movie that's not doing this well, potentially an, obvi- an obvious nightmare, which we've recently seen. Mm. Uh, but the box office five day weekend for this in the US is seventy eight million dollars. Obviously, less for the just the two day weekend, uh-huh. which is pretty good. It's potential. It's probably more though, mm. and it's going to make about. They reckon – I think it was $250 million worldwide okay. in the first weekend.
1: So okay. well, yeah, it's nearly covered some of it minus yeah. marketing costs. This looks to be
2: the biggest opening for any Mission Impossible movie, mm. which is not a surprise yeah, considering yeah. the absolute fervour mm. which is happening and the amount of press that Tom Cruise squeezed out before the actor's uh, that's
1: right. strike ended up happening. Yeah, and yeah. And he had to
2: re- go back in the locker that he lives. That's right. Whatever.
1: Now let me ask you this. Do you think uh, this he- will be – he lives in the locker from the Men in Black
2: 2 train station.
1: Oh, it's got a whole universe in it. Yeah, Actually, the weird alien locker. I don't know. It sounds a bit like a 15-minute city to me. It's got a whole universe within walking distance. So I don't know about that. Um, do you think like Maverick, good word of mouth, will, will, uh, will cause a, a Yeah, I think this could carry,
2: this. carry it further. Also, there's not really a – well, there are big movies like this, but Oppenheimer is not an action movie. That's true. And Barbie is like appealing to a different – a mm. Different audience, right. so I think that you know of the action blockbusters of the summer. So it's like this and the Flash and Indiana Jones. Yeah, I think yeah, this one mm. has the
1: potential to carry longer. Exactly, this one has a string of hits in the past. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's it it's it's also got a string of hits in recent memory. Yes. So people remember the last one, enjoying the last one. Mm. Unlike an Indiana Jones, for example. Yep. Uh it's not tied to a dead universe. True. Um The Dark Universe. The Dark Universe. Yeah. Dodged a the
2: bullet there. Absolutely. So uh and also it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I'd say it's very good. But before we get to that, what do you think the story was? Oh, come
1: on, mate. Yeah. How much can I reveal in this, I wonder?
2: I would say um let's like, they'll, we'll do light spoilers, but oh. we're going to have to say certain things in terms of what they're after mm. and what's after them. Yeah. and But if you don't want to know anything, maybe just skip this whole thing, I would oh, say. Oh, yeah, that's
1: right. Yeah. Well, let me tell you this. Ethan Hunt, he loves doing a Mission Impossible. How many times has he done it? I mean... On camera? This is the seventh. This is the seventh, I guess. Oh, but I guess sometimes he's done multiple ones. Within yeah, movies. yeah, and I would consider some of his impossible missions like sub-missions as
2: Ooh. well. Ooh. Yeah. We also find out whether or not he can choose to do them or not. That's true. Apparently they answer to... The they, they don't know. <laughs>
1: I don't think they know. I don't think anybody knows. I think they answer to the president. There's some. There's some. I rec, don't think the president. There's some retconning knows. in this movie. I feel absolutely in terms of is. the background of some of the characters yep. and how the IMF works and so forth. But anyway, Tom Cruise is a big Mission Impossible guy, and then and the, but then he's got to do this. Let's mission. Say big in spirit. Oh yeah. If not stature. Yeah, he's a regular sized Mission Impossible guy. Yeah. Okay. Sure. But there's a threat out there. And what is th- it? I'm not going to tell you. Oh. Yeah. You should have watched the movie. <laughs> you, you said you were going to watch the movie. Did you, James? Did you watch the movie? I was
2: joking when uh. I said I was going to watch it.
1: You son of a bitch. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, but there's a new threat on the horizon and yep. it's going to bloody. It's going to bloody. It's, it's going to re. Um, it's going to put all these skills to the test. going to put all these skills to the test. It's a mission impossible. And all of these mates' one?
2: skills to the test. All these
1: mates are there.
2: Yeah. You know? Benji. Yep. Lucy. Lassie. Oh. Lassie. Doug, <laughs> Doug's there. <laughs> the nostalgia critic. Think, yeah, all the animated cartoon Doug. I was oh, Okay, thinking. right. Yeah. yeah,
1: sure. Both. Wow. Yeah. The twins. We need the ducks. <laughs> there's all in, in a like a like an espionage movie. There's all bunch of ca- characters called the twins. In this right. case, it's the two ducks.
2: <laughs> now, before we get into anyway, like, was
1: that a good summary of the plot? I think it was great. Yeah.
2: I think there's going to be like levels of spoilers because we also have to give spoilers for what the villains are. Who the sort villains
1: of... are, James? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Exactly. So I think maybe there's like three levels to this, but okay. I just want to talk about the original opening scene for this. Okay. And what there was going to be was a 25-minute cold opening set in 1989. Now, we okay. catch glimpses of that in this oh. movie. Mm. My understanding of Ethan Hunt was I always assumed he came straight from the military and this why he's got the got haircut. haircut. Mm-hmm. And they might have even said that in the movie. I don't remember. I watched oh, the first like,
1: movie? Yeah, I watched right. it like three uh-huh. years ago
2: or whatever. But – Christopher McQuarrie came out with a quote about doing a de-aging 25 minute
1: sequence, right?
2: Uh, and, and this is very interesting, especially when you compare it to a movie which did this last week.
1: Yeah, did a lot of this stuff. Like, there's a train chase. <laughs> yep, there's a train chase last Absolutely. week. Absolutely. Now, let me ask you this, James: Is this? Did they film this and, and snip it? So there is. So 25 minutes. Oh, of it yeah. So, it.
2: Oh, I think some of it because he said, "Never did I find myself actually following the story. I was so distracted by an actor that I had known for however long." Uh, who was now suddenly this young person. Right. And I found that looking at Harrison Ford. My whole time I was looking at it, I couldn't – I found it really hard to focus on the scenes because what was like, happening because I'm just looking at his face the whole okay, time. Okay, and you're
1: like, he looks – Young, but not looks quite like how it. he looked. Yeah, yeah. Okay, right. I think
2: the way you have to do it is you have them speak less. Mm-hmm. You do it in shadows, yeah. and that's because and he talks about how we would have potentially done it, but ultimately found it distracting and took it out. And I think that shows incredible restraint. Yeah,
1: to do that because that's twenty-five, a twenty-five-minute de-aging yeah. sequence, cold open. How many millions of dollars is that? And he went, "No." Nope.
2: Yeah, and again, maybe they did it. Yeah, or some of it. Yeah, some tests. Tests at the very least. It seems like they did. But during this movie, Mason, the myth of Ethan Hunt grows. Now, it I find Tom Cruise's redemption arc fascinating.
1: Okay. It's something that people This is this is not an Ethan Hunt thing. This is this no. is Tom Cruise the celebrity. Just the
2: idea that like there was a time when people are like, what a weird freak. Mm-hmm, what absolutely. is he up to? Why is
1: he jumping on those couches? Yeah. Why is he shooting a lightning bolt out? Like of his, his hands?
2: relationships are all weird and have all mm. this.
1: What does sh- Oprah think of this? Yeah,
2: like shrouded in like. Weird mysteries, and mm. if you look into like the divorces that he's had, and in particular the one with the Katie Holmes and all that, and I don't get into the specifics of it, but how did they go and all the Scientology shit? Not to mention, I mean, it's all tied in and whatever, mm. but like it's completely come around to like, yeah, he's real weird, mm. but that's, that's what we love about him now because he's trying to kill himself for us. Is that that's where we're true. at? Because yeah, so. look, as someone who like you look at his history and go, weird, don't like that. What a very compelling person who makes movies and mm. is in movies, you know. Absolutely, it's right. just—I mean—he's turned us all around Yeah, for the most part, yeah. I feel like. Do you have is, any thoughts on that, or is that just
1: no? I mean, you know, I—I I, I also think that's probably a very deliberate PR choice because he doesn't. Absolutely, he doesn't talk about it. No, I don't even remember him ever talking about it. Really, no. But I mean, I think I think especially now they have probably said like. Don't talk about it. Just be the guy who loves movies yeah. and makes movies, and be compelling. And if
2: give the audience what they want, exactly. And Shut I, up.
1: I think if there is a strategy, if there is any kind of religion-based strategy to this, it might just be like be compelling and charismatic, and yeah. have people find their own way to it. Yeah, I think I think
2: you're, I I think you're right. I yeah.
1: think you're absolutely right. And I have,
2: yeah. <laughs> You've, you're
1: back. I'm a pastafarian now. Absolutely. I'm the god with the colander on my head. Did you not notice it earlier? No, I noticed it.
2: Okay. I just think it's really cool. Thanks, man. But I didn't want to draw attention to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so we talked about how uh, I read it, like the the headliner review last week where in this movie Tom Cruise fights God. It's interesting because he he metaphorically does that mm. in a very literal sense. <laughs> sure. Uh, should we do
1: some spoilers for what the villain is? Yes. It's big time spoiler time, folks. Just in general or just the villain? Because I think there's further spoilers. Yeah, we can just spoil. – no, okay, it's just the villain. We're talking yeah. – I mean, there there is a there is a human villain from t- uh, Ethan Hunt's past. Yeah. Who is not from a previous movie. He is a no. – he's, he's a new – he's been retconned in. Yes. He's a – He would a, have been
2: in that well, – you see, you do see some of that flashback.
1: Yes. He in is, 89 and he, he's in he it. He is part of – Ethan Hunt's pre IMF pass, yes, uh, and and uh, and they, they when Ethan to, Hunt was in his grub era, that's exactly running right. through the sewer, yeah, yeah, licking yeah. the walls. Because we all assumed that he went, that he went crew cut and then MI two hair, yeah. But it seems like he had MI two hair, then the crew cut, then MI two hair again. He was getting in line mm. exactly. Uh but anyway, uh, uh but but this, uh this vil- this has been in most reviews. I, feel, I think so. I feel yeah, the the this villain, this human villain. I guess I by saying human villain I've really spoiled.
2: <laughs> it's not a dog.
1: <laughs> it's a walrus. <laughs> um Yeah this this villain uh is doing the bidding of an AI that's become sentient. Yes. Uh and and uh, is is engineering various espionage acts around the world yeah. uh, for its own ends.
2: I thought it was really interesting that it started in like Social media and changing the news slightly, and it would like influence political events just a little bit, and whatever. Mm-hmm. And then how it built from there. Oh. I just thought that was a, a really interesting way to put to like look at AI in a movie because I yeah. know that um, Vin Diesel was talking about doing AI for the next Fast X movies, right? And somebody actually sent this headline to us, and I think it's
1: quite fascinating. Oh, and speaking of, um Speaking of a movie that does uh, something that another movie did recently but way better. Car uh, Chase. In, Car Chase in Italy, yeah,
2: yeah. Exactly. So this is from uh, Faberg Z who says, thought you might appreciate this pull quote, uh, it's from the uh, Sonny Birch Review who says, imagine the Fast and Furious series but good, headlined <laughs> by a genuine star featuring coherently shot set pieces and looking like they exist in something like the real world instead of a CGI composited bag of garbage. <laughs> um But also, there's a lot of CGI in these movies. Yeah. There just has to be for it to exist in the way that it does. But because so much of it is real Mm. and so much of the promo is built around that, it's like when they talk about Top Gun Maverick and they were like, this is all real planes. It is absolutely not. That's true. That movie is like 70% CGI, like the action sequences. But you know, that's.
1: Visual effects. Visual effects, I should say. Because I believe Nolan quite recently said there's no CGI in Oppenheim yeah. and he's right because there's no fully created digital world. Yes. That we're just looking at like the screen of a video game. Yeah. But there is plenty of scenes that are have a physical real world basis and then they put digital effects on top of that, yeah. which, is, which is visual effects. Then you've
2: got Jar Jar
1: Binks waving. Jar Jar Binks is there and he's like, Mis, the- Misa become death, destroyer of worlds, he said. <laughs> you know?
2: Yeah, I um- – so the only man who could stop the AI seemingly, and the AI knows this, they call it the entity, mm. is Tom Cruise because it seems like the AI has figured out that everybody has a pattern and a weak point and something like something you can push somebody on or break mm. them or manipulate and them. And Ethan's
1: his friendship. Yeah. But he also – And that ankle he broke during the ankle out. he <laughs>
2: broke. But also it's – Ethan Hunt seemingly cannot be predicted – Right. And these straight cause out. he's the
1: living manif- manifestation <laughs> of destiny.
2: What's the quote? There was a quote. I even wrote it down in the movies. I don't like to pull my phone out in the movies.
1: But so this, you said sorry, everyone. I am getting this my phone out in the movies to write this down because I think it's important for my podcast. That's what I
2: said. Yeah. Can mm. I find this
1: note? Oh, which reminds me, before you get to that, so so the villain Gabriel. Yeah. So it's it's, it's getting quite biblical in here. What is uh, it? it? That's Isai Morales, who people might know as Deathstroke from Titans. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, but he's great. Yeah, I agree. And he's really also goodness. very very sinister in that kind of he's got a he's got a he's got an evil glint to his eye because of this Ooh. character. In addition to uh, serving this. He's serving this this AI villain because he likes suffering in the world, and he thinks that this 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 uh, this AI is going to bring that to the people who deserve it, or have you? And also, what a wonderful autumnal uh, color palette this guy is working with! Absolutely. Oh, he's got he's wearing his suede jackets, and he's wearing cranberry and sandalwood and all sorts of colors. He's looking amazing. How is he pulling this off? I don't know, but he's the best dressed villain I think that Mission Impossible's ever had. I don't name a better one. I won't. Philip Seymour Hoffman. No. I love
2: Philip Seymour Hoffman. You would. But these these don't compare. Um, so, oh, I just put my phone away. I just <laughs> found the quote. Oh, yeah. He's referred to as, because at the start, Ethan Hunt's gone rogue. You're not going to believe it. Mm, 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 and he's referred to as, and the, and the government, they're telling a big government guy about the impossible
1: mission force. telling Mr. Cariel was. And Elwes Rob, um, what's his name? Thomas. No. From Matchbox 20. No, he's from. Friend of Santana. No, he's Smooth? in. Smooth? He's in Mission
2: Impossible. No, he's not Mission Impossible. He's in Deadpool 2. Rob Caudry. Yes. No. Rob.
1: No. Ah! Dang it. He's also in big on and Shaw. Twitter. He's big on Twitter. There's
2: two fast and furious alumni in it. Rob Delaney. Rob Delaney, and it's also one of the guys chasing him. Shea Wigham Yeah, is from
1: We're talking about him later. Fast
2: two or yes. one? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Anyways, they're explaining to some government bigwig the deal with Ethan Hunt, and he's described as a mind-reading, shape-shifting agent of chaos.
1: There it is. <laughs> yeah. Supporting cast, as you mentioned though, Rob Delaney's in this for a scene. Carrie yep. Elwes is the is the, Love that. He's yep. the director of national intelligence.
2: Uh, Pom Clementef is the Joker. Yeah, in right. this movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know if you've noticed.
1: Uh, we get Vanessa Kirby and uh, Rebecca Ferguson are back, yep. and of course we get the debut of Hayley Atwell. Yes, as, uh, and she's great. And I really like her in this as well. She's yeah. she's a she's a like a professional globetrotting thief. Yeah, who steals big stuff for clients. Who gets jumps in on this and is mm. sort of immediately in over her head, which I think is great. I, I like it, the I like the idea behind like she knows what she's doing and she brings a new set of skills to the he table does. and but but there's a whole other level. I like the idea that we're we're bringing in like a more of a civilian, yes. you know what I mean, to observe this stuff and be like, oh, this actually is crazy. I
2: thought initially it was going to be because the entity is like is manipulating everything all the time. Uh-huh. So when when he f- comes across her initially, I thought it was going to be that she was just a normal person and the entity just made him think that she was this other person.
1: Oh, right, right, right. But I right, like right. the
2: idea that she's got all these pickpocketing skills and whatever. I would say this though, Mason. There is some weird stuff in these movies when you look back in relation to to, to women in this and the relationships that Tom Cruise has with mm. them within the movie, the Ethan Hunt character, and the promises that he makes to like love and protect them while simultaneously in the real world and in movies, often churning through these characters and actors. Mm, yeah, yeah. And there's some parallel to that to be made yes. with like Tom Cruise's real life as well. Yeah, yeah. Is this an accident? I mean, surely, like, it's not an intentionally thing like I mean, to draw attention. to. I, I don't to. know if it's
1: an accident. I, I, I imagine part of it could be because he's like, I'm the best that I'll protect you, but I can't protect yeah, you. Yeah, but I also think it's probably just there. There must be an element, I think, of just Hollywood's, the Hollywood machine. Like, if you're a Tom Cruise, yeah, you can go, you can be in a movie franchise for twenty years, but if you're a woman in Hollywood, yeah, you've only got a couple of oh, years absolutely. in you before Hollywood's like, oh. T- 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 Twenty nine, too old, kind of thing. Yeah, you know, because we had like we had a manual bout in, uh, in too old sixty to one year old Tom. Well, exactly. Cruise. <laughs> who's and she would be the you remember? Um, yeah, I remember. She's in the first one, and she would be like just a few years younger than Tom Cruise. Yeah, uh, and then two Th- Tandy Newton in two. Yep, and then who's who's in three? Oh, it's um. She actually came back. She did come back. Yes. But then sure. who's Paula, Paul
2: Patton? Paul Patton didn't come back.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, uh, but I, I She's think. She's 59, yeah. Here's the thing. I think to this franchise's credit at this point. Uh,
2: Emmanuel Barrett is 59, yes.
1: yeah. Uh, I think to this franchise's credit, we have kept Rebecca Ferguson yes, and Vanessa Kirby great, yeah. for a couple of movies. Yes. And they haven't discarded them already. Yeah. You know, they've, they've, they've. But po- you're saying
2: they should? Yes. Absolutely.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, um, how do you feel about the, the religious. Metaphors and allegories in this. I
1: I mean, it's, it's interesting. It's very interesting. Well, I think what I think is the most interesting about this is that.
2: Is it supposed to be a false god or is this the Christian god? Like, what does it represent here? Because, I the, think, because the entity, yes. and they, there's two words you're going to hear a lot
1: the three entity. words, I guess. The entity and the key. Four words, I guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Two of those words are the same word. As yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah. I think that the entity is a metaphor for AI in Hollywood. I think it's God.
2: Oh, you think it actually is God? Because if the key that you use to... Because it looks like a crucifix. It's a crucifix. As you mentioned, Gabriel, who was a soldier of God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the idea that Tom Cruise is this unstoppable force that God fears, Mm. I think that is also...
1: Yeah, but I think... I think this is- That's a, also what I like about yeah, it. It's yeah. like, what is this? It's it's very Metal Gear Solid. The <laughs> yes. franchise has become Metal Gear Solid a little bit. It's a little bit weirdly supernatural now. Yeah, um, yeah like I said, the vibes in this movie are kind of insane a little bit. Yeah. Um, I think this is a metaphor, and I think the AI is- Because it's, it's a being that wants to put the IMF team out of work, essentially. Yeah. Maybe by destroying the world, but maybe by making them obsolete. Yes. But Tom Cruise doesn't want that to happen. Yeah. Yeah. He wants to keep working. That's right. And so they, they've got to They've got. They're gonna. The the end. I without spoiling anything. Yeah. I think the next one they're gonna prove that AI isn't good enough. And it's just. I mean, obviously they're gonna defeat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I mean, you know, it's gonna be about how the human spirit and collaboration and friendship Absolutely. works together and is more powerful than a being that is just churning through probabilities or, or a bomb. Or a big bomb, a big nuclear bomb that isn't. Or a movie that bombs. Or a movie that bombs. But
2: what I think is great about all of that stuff and all the things that, like, I read into these movies and, like, the actor in real life and the storylines uh-huh. and, and what, what this means and whatever, most movies are just like, and then this, 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 and this. Yeah. Whereas here I'm walking away, I'm like, what the fuck was that about? Right. And not in a way that's like... I don't know, not in a way that's, you know, that's like that was confusing it's and why did to chew you do on. that? It's yeah, it's something your, to chew on. Exactly. It's something your
1: brain to chew on after you've left, where a lot of, you know, we have <laughs> – I I had fun with the movie Black Adam, but I haven't thought about it since <laughs> – I think about it every day. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, and you, you, you're you like, God, what? this is quite meaningful. I was going to say there's a lot of – I feel like there's a lot of what I would – what I think is deliberate throwbacks to the first mission if possible in this. Yeah. Apparently, I mean, there's
2: characters. There's there Kitt- well, Kittridge
1: is back. Kittridge is back. Apparently, according to Macquarie, because there's a, there's also like there's, there's a there is the scene with Kittredge and, and Hunt. There's also, they're also on a train. They're on a train, and there's there's a bunch of Dutch angles and all this sort yeah. of stuff, which was like very Brian De Palma in the first movie. But apparently, according to Christopher Macquarie, none of it was like purposeful throwback. It was like what fitted. It's in the yeah. moment, in the scene, like whatever whatever angle worked best for the yeah. scene, that's what we put in, kind of thing. But but I feel like a lot of this, like he's got his Mission Impossible yeah. one hair back. He does not yeah. entirely, but it's the closest it's you could shorter. get. Shorter? It's, no, it's it's, it's it's
2: short. I'm saying it's
1: short. Yeah, but yeah. it's it's not as short as he because I don't think a man of Tom Cruise's age now could do the crew cut. He's also wigged up for some of this. And I think it's reshoots and also some stunt work. Oh, before I mean, if, if we can if we can divert again. Yeah. Speaking of wigs, yeah. It's the summer of Shay, as far as I'm concerned. Summer of Shay? Shea Wiggum. What are we talking about? What is this? all the all the winter of Wiggum? Shea Wiggum, the guy, one of the one of the agents who's chasing him. Oh
2: yeah, Shea Wiggum, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Incredible hair on this on this guy. How does he do it? I don't know, but I'm loving it. What's his secret? I don't know, but I saw his I saw his character poster some yeah. weeks ago, and I'm like, that's unbelievable hair. But in motion, <laughs> 54 like, years old. Normally, we talk. Normally, I would I would say normally. When we get to the Weekly Planet Awards at the end of the year, the awards that mean nothing and nobody cares about—that's not true. No, it's true. Um, we would Tom Cruise would almost certainly get a nomination for best hair or wig. Not this year. I think Shay Whigham's getting the nod. I agree. You know, so he's in Fast and Furious four and six. He's also Captain Stacy in Across the Spider Verse. Oh my god! Yeah, he's a, it's the summer of Shea, is what I'm saying. I'm glad he's doing it. Yeah, me too. Movies,
2: movies. That's a good movie. That Spider Verse movie. I agree. A lot of people don't think that. <laughs> is that true? No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what are we talking about? I've lost, I've lost the thread. A uh, yeah, I derailed the thread. That's okay. I uh, uh, well,
2: speaking of derailing, let's talk about stunts. Okay. So the big one, which I wasn't that impressed because I'd seen it a million times. Yeah. Was the big jump on the bike? Yes. I mean that is objectively spectacular, and he did it for real, and all of those things. Yes. But like. By the time I saw that, I'd seen that 150 times already.
1: Here's a, here's a, but there's other things in this. Yeah. Here's a stray thought. I was going to uh, bring it up later, but I know I'll forget about it. This movie is also filmed on digital. Yeah. None of the others are. No. Which is interesting. Why? Because I feel like digital video is the motion smoothing of cinema. And I feel like mm. Tom Cruise would be against it. But this is on digital and you can tell. I think. Like there's, there's, there's some there's, – there's a scene. There's a fight on the top of the train. Yeah, and I think it looks good, and I'm sure they did a lot of it for real. Yeah, but it does. It's got the weird there digital is sheen a, over no. it. I
2: don't. Yeah, I don't disagree mm. with that. I think a lot of the time with digital, you genuinely can't tell, mm. like if it's done properly. Right. But no, I see what you're talking about. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But otherwise, there is a scene you see it in the trailer. There's a scene with um, Haley Atwell and Ethan Hunt. Yeah. Character and actor. Yes. Uh on on a train. It's kind of a. Yeah, chase within the train, very intense. Loved very intense. It. I agree. And there's of course there's a scene quite early on in an airport. Yeah, and I loved it.
2: That Just was really, to, you know, and there's also a really fun car chase. Yes, yeah. they're in the in a tiny little theater. Yes, which I loved. He's and he's doing it one handed. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And they're back and forth in that. And there's a little joke, and he's like. Hang on, I just need a minute to like adjust to this car because I've you know mm-hmm. all the text different. And, you know, yeah, right. Just give right. me a second to kind of.
1: There's little little
2: bits of humor yeah. in this. I was going to
1: say. Good. So if if you recall uh, Mission Impossible Fallout, I don't know always, how you do. Always. There's a mo- there's a there's the the scene towards the end where it's um, Ethan has to get the remote trigger and get the fuse out of it while. Uh, Benji and Luther have to uh, defuse separate bombs, and everything's happening at once, and it's very exciting. Yeah. I felt like similar vibes with the airport situation, yes. But the, and there's so much going on, you know. There's they've they've gone okay. Well, how can we top that? How can we top that right out of the gate? You know, the yeah. the, the very intense scene at the end of the last one. How can we make it even bigger for the start of the new one? And it's it's Ethan. And and Benji and Luther and they're all working together and there's even more layers going on. Yeah, absolutely. I have some questions about it, which we'll we'll talk about in spoilers. We'll talk about I think. it, yeah. But Can uh, we get
2: into some spoilers, yes. I'll oh, just quickly, sleight of hand is returned. That's right, has Again, returned. back from Mission Impossible yeah, One. I think this is easily the one that is most like the first movie. Mm. I think this also has something which all the all the other movies don't have except the first one. Just that fucking bug-eyed paranoia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And not in the same sense, because right. that movie is people are just staring and sweating at each other. <laughs> it's true, yeah. There's a real weird intensity
1: to that movie, which I yeah. love, the first one. And this has a weird intensity it too. It does. And, and I think
2: and I think it is that entity thing mm-hmm. where it could be anybody or see yeah. you at any time. Yeah,
1: right. Or what I also thought, and again, I'm not I'm not looking with these movies, they are they're fun. There is a lot of sincerity to them. Yeah. And I'm not looking for Marvel, like well, quips and so on and so forth. But everybody really just accepts the entity at face value. Yes, Do you notice nobody's ever like, "Are you sure though?" I'm okay. Like, with I, think, it. I think if you were like, "Hey, there's a there's an AI in my computer and it's yeah sending me goatsy and so forth," I'd be like, "Are you <laughs> no, sure?" No, that's me. That's yeah. me, Nick Mason. <laughs> I'd be like, "Are you sure?" Or is it just a guy messing yeah, but with you? Also,
2: like, I'm a I'm a guy. Yeah, I'm a normal person. Right, like. I, you know, th- these are the people at the top of their game. Oh, I guess who, that's true, They yeah. work
1: in this industry. Yeah. But, I mean, nobody nobody is like, are you sure it isn't a spy or something? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. You know? Well, it's not. I think it might be. Or it is. I think it might be a guy. Well, we'll talk about it. Do we talk about movies. spoilers? Yeah. Yes. I'm going to say best movie ever. I'm a also going to say best movie Where ever. Where would you rank this in terms of Mission Impossible movies generally? Bearing in mind, we generally say Fallout is the top. Yep. Uh, and everything else is below.
2: I think one and... One and Fallout are my favorites. Mm-hmm. And this is yep. probably just below that. What about you?
1: Uh yeah, okay. I think uh, Fallout's probably
2: more fun. And, yeah. and the the bombastic kind of yeah. nature of that I enjoy. Uh, like the kind of that's got like a real smash and grab kind of feel yeah, to it. right. Which I
1: like. I think I uh, my my top two are probably Fallout and then Ghost Protocol. Yeah. I would probably put I think it,
2: Ghost Protocol after the building kind of is whatever.
1: That's yeah, you probably So right. that's
2: why i put that a little bit lower. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I do love Ghost
1: Protocol. I am probably I would say it's probably on par with one. Yep. So I would say probably equal third ish. Sure. Third or fourth, somewhere around that area. Yeah, I reckon. I
2: also think three is very good. Oh yes. Oh, and yes. uh
1: two is bad. Oh wow. Where's good five? Fun. Where's five? It's pretty good. Yeah, upon a it's rewatch I enjoyed recently, five it's, it's quite a lot more than I thought really I nice, did. It's That's really nice. Mm. Uh anyway, it's big time spoiler time. We're gonna do all the big spoilers. Yep. So So the big the big quest in this yeah. is, and they reiterated it one hundred million times in this movie, so you don't miss out. Yep. Uh if if I was critical of this movie, I would probably say uh more than any of the other ones, it does feel like they're going. Oh, the audience is kind of dumb. We better we better reiterate this plot okay. again and again. But you're again. saying and if you had a criticism, yeah, I, do, but but this, I, ha- this I don't isn't. have. This is I don't okay, have any so criticisms. But the plot is so the 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 entity has spread itself all over the internet. It cannot be stopped except yep. its original source code. There's a there's a remnant of it in a downed, crashed submarine, yep. which is under some Arctic ice, mm-hmm. and it can be activated with two pieces of a key, yep. which was originally for their silent running drive or their... Something like that. Something like that. So if you get the two pieces of the key... It looks like a Jesus cross. It does look like a Jesus cross. <laughs> I don't think that's an accident, Mason. It's like one of those fast Jesus Xs. Yeah, man. Um, But if you get the two pieces of a key and if you make it to that location... You could presumably you could you could access the original source code with the key, and you could either control the entity or destroy it. Yeah. So obviously. Or um, a different thing. Yeah, different thing. So every all the governments want to control it. Yeah. And Ethan's like, well, I'm gonna go rogue. We're all gonna go rogue. We're gonna get that key. We're gonna destroy that entity yeah. because it's AI and that's taking away writers' jobs. <laughs> so.
2: That's right. That's what he says. Yeah. But you have a theory. Yes, that it's a third thing.
1: I don't have a theory, but I have a I have a I have a I have a wacky fan a wish. I have a wacky fan service request. Is what I, I love I want. this, by the way. Oh yes, let me just say
2: I think there's a good chance this could be a, like a third thing could happen, right? But I don't necessarily think it's gonna. Anyway, go on.
1: Okay, so I want like because this one is a th- is is deliberately or inadvertently a throwback to the first Mission Impossible movie. Yeah, and also I think it's odd that everybody again is taking it as given that this AI is this sentient being, and it it's it's Operating under its own steam and it's decided to control the world or what have you. Yeah, I am hoping, but not really, but really that it's going to be Emilio Estevez from Mission Impossible. You, One. And is he in the submarine? He might be in the sub. No, I don't think he's in the submarine. Do you think it's going to be? This like- is my Emilio request, of is. <laughs> Do you think if that- Kristen McQuarrie is listening, if you could bring back Emilio Estevez?
2: Do you think yes. there's going to be like Ethan's going to decode something and it's uh-huh. going to say? Pasta lasagna. Don't get the any on idea. you. And yes.
1: they're all Just like oh my
2: Ooh, god, oh my god. Now look, this is a man who took an elevator to the face.
1: Yeah, he really did. So he got those. He got yeah. the classic elevator spikes through the brain. So you
2: think he survived this? Yes. And he's become like a Bond-like. Yes. Or even beyond that. Yes. But just a man with no like his physical form is ruined. So he is. Well, become, his face is ruined. So his face I is ruined. I think too. the rest of him's fine, but his yeah, face okay. is messed up. And he's man. plugged
1: into the internet. And he's going. Not even. I think maybe he's just a. Or he's just sitting at big monitors. Or look, I would. I would be happy with. Look, I'd be happy with a new thing that surprises me. If I'm yeah. honest, but I would also be happy with. He is dead, but some of some some code he wrote back in the '90s okay. is the basis of this, okay. and he's in it somehow.
2: Well, that would. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if there is some kind of callback to that because this. There's a lot of callbacks in this two-one, and what I'm the origins saying, of Equal uh, Hunt, Equal Hunt, <laughs> Equal Hunt, I oh, know, <laughs> uh, Ethan Hunt. But one thing that I thought it could be, and maybe it still could be, is that the villain Gabriel, mm-hmm. who was the guy who shot Tom Cruise's original love, because he mm-hmm. churns through women,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, in this. anonymous lady, anonymous lady, is that oh, I think gets a, I think she gets a title credit. Well probably. Probably yeah, anyway. She's probably a real person.
2: Yeah, she's almost certainly Also Elsa dies in this which is very sad and whatever. Mm, from Frozen. Uh, from Frozen. Yes. Oh my god. Ah uh, yeah, that was that I uh, yeah, I was like, oh, that sucks. She's really good in these movies.
1: Mar- Mariella Garriga as Marie, a woman from Ethan and Gabriel's past seen only in brief flashback. She is in the title sequence. Oh, okay. So, done, done, done. I mean, maybe dun. it's a case of she filmed it and did died. No, but I'm saying I, yeah. the fact that they filmed so much of it, oh, contractually she has to get a yeah, title credit. She I think would you think you that would be, right. be in yeah. – because she doesn't speak. You'd no. think it would be anyway. She's
2: just like, ah, and then yeah. she's shot. Yeah. Anyway, I thought Gabriel, there was a chance that whoever that guy is, he's long dead and the entity has brought this guy back from the past and just putting the mask on like multiple people. Oh, right. So Gabriel is actually like – Nine different men with different abilities that he's that the entity is using to get to Ethan Hunt. That's
1: why he's so good at sword fighting and et cetera.
2: Well, I was like, who is this? It's the dog.
1: (laughs) It's Claire, I'm back early. I know. But I'm mad at you. She's big too. She's gotten bigger.
2: (laughs) Mason (laughs) run. It's
1: getting late. Yeah. (laughs) Boy. Um which, oh yeah no that would explain why he's good at martial arts and he's yeah. good etc and you know the the entity is gone well this is a this is a face from your past that, yes. that can rattle you in a way that nobody else seems to yeah. have been able to since
2: so But also I can buy that like the entity found this guy cuz he's the guy that bothers Tom Cruise the most yeah. but I just think it would be more interesting <laughs> if he's not if he's not real,
1: mm, he's, you're a real Tom botherer. So we're going to bring you in. Um, I'm a pother
2: botherer. I'm
1: a pother botherer.
2: Just middle name, everybody. Um, I also think there's a chart. There's a chance that Benji is compromised or oh will yeah. be compromised. Interesting. Because he's the guys like, I love all my friends. That's and then true. the computer's like, well, if you love your friends, why well, don't you shoot
1: them for me? I don't want to, though. But you have to. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. It's just like Halo, Benji. Oh. oh. <laughs> Which one? Oh. Bad ones, I don't know. <laughs> it's one that, uh, Master Chief, He Goes Rogue or whatever. It's you know. like the
2: show, the yeah. TV
1: show they made. Oh, no, that was bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, so there's a little bit of a retcon. Yeah. Uh, which is that the IMF seems to be composed almost entirely of, like, ex-criminals. They've gone, the, yeah. they've gone the route of, like, well, if you're good at crime, you're probably also good at saving the world. Yeah. A little bit of that. If you want. Yeah. And
2: also a lot of them appear to be... Like sleeper agents, basically. Right, yeah. Like he meets one at the start who's just delivering the pa- seemingly. He probably isn't just a Uber Eats guy or whatever. Right. <laughs> but maybe a lot of them just do that. They yeah. they do a job until- Maybe like, it doesn't
1: pay enough. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it doesn't pay a living wage. Maybe you should unionize IMF agents. Mm. It'll be tricky because you're all in masks and none of you know who and the nobody other guys will, are.
2: Yeah, nobody one will believe you when you come mm. forth. Yeah. And be like, kid would pay me more
1: good point yeah Kittredge is not his boss anymore i think Kittridge is the it's director of the guy CIA or whatever, yeah. yeah just another guy just yeah good. but it
2: also i get the sense in this that as they mentioned like the imf don't really answer to anybody or sometimes not at all
1: yeah that's a, a bit a bit vague. it seems to be they answered the president
2: yeah mm.
1: okay oh and here's a question for you uh the the opening sequence in the airport benji has to hey jack that's Joe Biden.
2: Corn Pop was a bad dude. He's sending messages. <laughs> oh, okay, right. Just random like right, Scrabble right. brain. Okay. nonsense. So <laughs> Gabriel
1: is go. So so the team want to get the key. The guy who has the key is going to get on a plane. So Gabriel puts a bag that's going to go on the plane. Yeah. The bomb seeming the the bag seemingly contains a nuclear bomb, and they're yeah. like, well, that's going to blow that guy up and whatever. Yeah. Uh, Benji defuses the bomb by answering a bunch of riddles. It knows who he is. That's then when I
2: got the sense that, like, this is going to fuck Benji up. But then there's point. nothing
1: in it. Yeah. What was the point of the bomb?
2: Because I don't think it wants to actually, like, nuclear bomb everybody. Interesting. I think it is the thing where it is trying to save the world and make the world better. And it's using Gabriel, who's, like, an agent of chaos. Oh. But then we'll dispose of him when yeah, the right. time suits. Interesting. With a yeah. nuclear bomb? With a nuclear bomb. That's interesting. Make him eat it. <laughs> Hit this bomb. <laughs> Or I'll kill somebody. Maybe, maybe or I'll kill know. somebody you like. Yeah, 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 I'll yeah, find yeah. something you like. That's right. I don't know what it is yet. Uh, so there's a moment where also they're on a train mm. and Haley Atwell's like, I'm gonna earn my freedom by putting on a mask and whatever. That's right. mm-hmm. That kind of felt pointless because she was trying to get Kittredge to clear Hayley Atwell but pretending to be Vanessa Kirby.
1: Okay. And I feel
2: like even though she didn't get away with it because they figured it out, mm-hmm. she would have left the room and then the real Vanessa Kirby would have been like, what just happened? And then all of that is void. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think that
1: means. Right. It's just kind of like. But she did the, she did do the classic of like, next time I see you, I probably won't even remember yeah, this, so don't bring it up. Yeah,
2: like in a minute from now because I'm, <laughs>
1: I'm one yeah.
2: carriage away. Also, I'm going to switch clothes real quick. Yeah, and eye color. Yeah. yeah. So you know, yeah. But how did you feel about? So Tom Cruise gets onto the train in this by doing a big jump and parachuting. In. Yeah, yeah. Did he mean to crash through the window and kill that guy? Was that an accident? That seemed like an
1: accident. It felt right? like an accident. Yeah, yeah. Could have killed anybody. I think that I feel like the later movies, especially they, 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 they want to humanize him a little bit by giving him like an element where he like he really gets winded really bad. Yeah. So that was that one, and the bit where he has to he has to figure out the car. There's some in the previous movies. There's as well, a, moment, I think. yeah, there's a few movies where he has a heart attack. Oh yeah, he has that heart attack that time um, and Deck technically dies I Twice. guess. So that yeah, means yeah, two yeah, separate yeah. movies. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah,
2: yeah. But I like all of that. How do you feel I know we briefly mentioned it, but the death of Elsa, how do you feel? That speaks to like again like Ethan you protect the people you love but sometimes you can't. He's oh, yeah, like, "But true. I will protect you." And she's like, "But you didn't protect that other woman who was stabbed on a bridge or whatever." Right. He's like, "Yeah, but this time I'm going to fly through the window on a jetpack yeah. or whatever."
1: <laughs> that's I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I would have liked to see Elsa, but I mean, that's the I would have liked to see her live, but yeah. that's the
2: the point of the death is that you like
1: it. That's exactly right. If I felt nothing for that character and she died, I'd be like, yeah. You are saying
2: they should have killed Benji?
1: Is what yes, saying. that's right. right. <laughs> yeah, cool. Um, I
2: like how Luther was just like, I'm gonna I'm gonna go and try and do some coding. You won't you won't see me for the rest of yeah. the, the Mission
1: Impossible. That also, I am, I am not going to stand up for the remainder of this series. <laughs> I'm just going to be sitting down. Good, I mean, wearing a hat and sitting down. Um, I was going to say, um. When I saw the trailer for Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One, yeah, uh, and and Elsa has the eye patch on, I'm like, oh, she lost an eye in yeah. some sort of skirmish or paintball or something, and then. When oh, I, what it really is is funny. Well, yeah. when I watch the movie, I'm like, oh, maybe it's some sort of technique that a sniper uses to yeah. get better aim or what have you. But then I watched an interview, which I think you've also yeah. seen, uh, in which she reveals that um Rebecca Ferguson had to wear an eye patch because she can't wink. Yeah, on either eye. Yeah, I, in either eye, she can only blink, yeah. it turns out. So, so uh, wild. So Macquarie had to rustle up an eye yeah. patch real quick because they were like, Okay, now w- now now squint through the yeah. sniper scope and she's like, All right, but both eyes open. Wild. Yeah. Why couldn't she just Blink there. Some people can't. No, but why can't she just blink and then it and put one eye and in the the sky? CGI or Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
2: don't know. I, this is cooler. She's yeah. got the best looks, man. That's true. That's what a cool look.
1: Yeah. It's I like agree. a solid
2: snake situation. I mean,
1: she doesn't have Shea Wiggum hair, but alright. All right. Calm down, mm. idiots.
2: Uh <laughs> anything else before we talk some reviews that people have sent in. Uh Oh, the train's falling and they're jumping from carriages. That's Terrific. Really I love that. That was really good. Very Nathan Drake. Oh yeah. Which was the best movie of last year.
1: Yeah, I think that was my that was probably my favorite stunt sequence. I mean, there's obviously like CGI in that. Yeah, yeah. You know? But also again, I think, you know what? The the motorcycle off the cliff into the the the, the very idea of it, the motorcycle off the cliff yeah. and into the parachute thing, truly insane. The fact that he kept doing it yeah. like however many times, and at any moment he could have like got his Foot caught in the motorcycle and plunged to his death, yeah, is insane. I love that, yeah, but also again, the fact that it was on digital like, I yeah. could, it, you could, there's a moment also where it's got like, they a, had to, where vision. like, there's a
2: GoPro on him. Oh, you yeah, it is like that kind of looks a bit, yeah, yeah, strange. but I
1: think watching it on YouTube, I'm like, wow, that does feel that it does feel insane, different on the screen, but on right? the big screen. Yeah. When they had to comp they had to composite out the ram, yeah. It did feel like he's, just, he's just motorcycling up to nowhere. Yeah, but yeah, the the sequence in the train world, the train carriages are falling off yeah. the cliff. That looked that was great. In- I agree, incredible. And they had to keep jumping from uh, carriage to carriage, carriage to carriage and- it's a Real Nathan Drake, Tom Holland situation. Absolutely. Here's some reviews that people wrote in, Mason. This one's from Shane, who says,
2: I think it's safe to say that movies are back, baby. Oh, uh, great. That's just having just watched Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. Mm. Nate says, Like all two partners this year, Mission Impossible 7 feels stretched thin and exposition heavy, but enough action worthy of best movie ever. Mm-hmm. Tigra says... Def best movie ever. Seen it twice already. Big stunts, big fights, big everything. Tom Cruise continues to be equally entertaining and terrifyingly intense and Jacob says has shown us that the excitement of cinema isn't dead. Best movie ever. I'm very much looking forward to the follow-up of this. We've already seen a little bit of footage with the biplane where Tom's like, come and see a movie or I'll kill myself, you know, and then he flies yeah. up or whatever.
1: If you don't come and see a movie where I attempt to kill myself, I'll kill myself. It looks like he's growing his hair out
2: for the next movie also, mm. which I'm a bit embarrassed about. Wow.
1: Yeah. He's like, time to go back to the old me. Mission Impossible Two style, anime hair, <laughs>
2: anime hair, yeah. yeah. Mm. So that movie has also shut down production, I believe, because yes. of the strikes. Mm. Uh, okay. You know, but that's movies. It's supposed to be coming out next year, but we'll see mm. what is coming out next year. We just don't know at this
1: point. Something, yeah, yeah. I mean, it wouldn't put it past me if the, it wouldn't put it past them if they just released that twenty-five minute cold opening sequence, sure, as like Dead Reckoning Origins. Not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Anyways, all in all. They've made a good movie. I wanna know what Hideo Kojima thinks of this movie. I don't know if he's seen it yet. Let's he'll, have a look. He writes something. Because the worst thing you can the worst thing I don't know if people follow Hideo Kojima on yeah. uh, on on Twitter, but he will often review a movie and he'll and he'll uh, there's you know, he'll put up some photos and he'll talk about how much he liked it, but if he hated it, he won't say anything. Yeah. he just be like, Saw this, nothing else, and you're like, ooh, kiss of death. Ooh. Kiss of death. I don't mm. know if he has. But that's life sometimes, you know? That's right. Mm. Don't see anything. Yeah, I'm just having a quick look now. But uh, no, nah, nothing yet. Mm. What's he up to? Hideo Kojima is the, the director of the Metal Gear Solid franchise for people who don't know. Uh,
2: are you telling me that because I don't know?
1: Yeah. Thank you for telling me. You're welcome. And now I know. Should mm. we move on to the next segment of the show? Yes. What is it? It's called What We're Reading.
2: <sighs> what are we going to read? Perfect. What's Sweet Relief? Ba, 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 ba. I'm doing a thing. I'm doing
1: What are you doing? That's a great question. You know what's coming out in Australia, uh, middle of this week? A pavlova. No. A lamington. Maybe. A hat with corks on it. You know, up until that last one, you were very correct, and you were very actually on theme, oh. because it's season two of The Bear. I've already out. watched The Bear, 2. Yeah, you would have, because you stole it off the internet? No. How did you see it then? VPNs. It's actually it's stealing actually, it off the internet. No, I disagree.
2: That's a, It's actually very good, season two as oh, well. Oh, is it? Okay, yeah, great. a lot of people are like, oh, it's not very good. Wow. Uh, no no one's saying that and it is good (laughs) It's a good series.
1: I want to watch that. I, I don't know why they're doing this. I assume it's because they, they wanted to get the entire season out yeah. uh, before they put it on Disney+. Plus, But it's coming out on Disney+. Plus This week, I'm watch it all. I'm going to have a great time. I mean, sure, I've got to go see Barbie and Oppenheimer. But I'm going to watch The Bear too because I thought it was – What day is it out this week? Wednesday, I think, the oh 19th. Oh, my
2: God. Mm. Well, that's great news. Yeah, well, that was my thing that I was I, – I watched The Bear Season too. Oh. Very intense. Oh. And what's interesting is it's very intense about things that I don't care about. Oh, yes. It's like I this restaurant's good and I'm like – I ultimately, I don't care. Wow, but I like your tattoos. Well,
1: what if you were going? I like to- how cool you are. Are you? Is that because you're not invested? Because you know that restaurant isn't actually real. Yeah, and, and you can't go and visit. If it? was a real
2: restaurant, I would care immensely. Hmm. That's not actually true.
1: No, I think you wouldn't go there because it doesn't look like anything on the menu you would like. I like all of that stuff. I like mm. a fancy food. You just like protein shakes. That's not true. If I'm going out, you
2: know what I fucking hate, Mason? What's that? I hate when you go to an average restaurant for no reason. Oh yeah, I like fine. Not even fine. Fine's wow. the wrong word. I like dining experiences with good hearty food. Wow. Which put a bit of bit a bit of love into it, Mason. Like a McDonald's. Not necessarily. Interesting. But you know, mm. just not this bog standard shit. I live in the suburbs. There's fucking nothing here, mate. I'm wow. dying. I'm drowning in terrible food, Mason. I just want to go to a good restaurant.
1: Oh yeah, you know what
2: Claire said to me once? The Here absolute go. goal. She goes, "You didn't even like food," and I'm like, "How fucking dare you?" She's like, "You didn't appreciate food like I didn't appreciate food." And you know what I said? Well, I said, "You didn't appreciate the Marvel Cinematic Universe." Oh no! <laughs> oh, oh no! And you said lost it. it. I said it.
1: Wow. Yeah. Look, she doesn't appreciate the Marvel Cinematic <laughs> Universe. But I also think your taste buds are dead.
2: That's not true because I love awesome food. Yeah. I just don't eat like a bunch of like junk all the time. Not even junk, just nothing food. You know what oh, I mean? Okay. You go and you get a meal and you're like, this was whatever. What a waste. Should have just eaten four boiled eggs.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Anyway. That's pretty good. What's next? Uh, it's a good question. Uh, did, did I watch anything else though? I don't know.
2: You watch my adventures of Superman yet? No, I haven't seen I mean, it yet. I want to watch that. Mm. Me and my mate Superman or whatever it's called?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Good. Oh, I've been watching a YouTube channel. He's an oh, Australian yeah. guy. His name is Stam Fine. Stam? You'd be like, Fine? is it Stan Fine? No, it's Stam Fine. But he does uh, like Great Doctor Who. Yeah, he does like a lot of retrospective reviews cool. of stuff. Um, some of it out. is like some of it's SEO based, like us. So he'll he'll do like a uh, Indiana Jones, etc. Disgusting. But also he'll cover what I call a bunch of crap. Yeah. So, like, you'll talk about like old series that I've always heard the names of, but I don't understand what they are, like Blake Seven or like Captain Scarlet. You know, some of these. I'm old looking s- at all this
2: stuff. I'm like, what is this? Some stuff? of this old yeah. stuff,
1: exactly. Or like Manimal or like, you know, any of those. Oh, The Towering
2: Inferno. I'm going to add yeah, that yeah, one yeah, to my Yeah, yeah.
1: So, it's a, yeah, it's, a, you know. Pretty fun stuff, and he and he covers your basics, and he does all uh you know little jokes, and he talks about the production. He's done one on Zardos, yeah, yeah. So it's, so it's all this sort of stuff, and um, Robin Hood,
2: Prince of Thieves, oh yeah.
1: And uh, what else? What else? He'll cover like uh you know, like some of your big stuff, like in Knight Riders and so forth. Yeah, but some stuff like oh, what's the other one? There's one about a oh, Auto Man, which is about like a Tron. He's like a he's like an AI guy from the eighties, okay. and, he, and he's like a Tron guy in real life.
2: Blake Seven is this is this like Red Dwarf?
1: No, it's well. I suspect Red Dwarf got some um, inspiration from it. Is it a comedy? No, it's it's a drama. Oh, because it looks like shit. That's yes, why I yeah. say that. <laughs> that's right. That's fascinating. Yeah, yeah, but that's like a – it is British though. More, oh, no, I know. You can tell from yeah. the production <laughs> quality and design. Yeah yeah. But it also has that I watched that one. It's very interesting. It's, yeah. it's the Blake 7. They're like a band of rebels fighting. It's a very Star Warsy kind of thing. Well,
2: every re- one of them is wearing the Han Solo clothes. Yeah, it's
1: exactly right. And also they but they do the Star Trek thing of like they have teleporter devices Ooh. because it's cheaper, than, it's cheaper than
2: It's cheaper than walking from one room
1: to another. Yes. <laughs> it's cheaper than having to build a shuttle and show the shuttle going down to a planet and, you know, the the shuttle set and the whatever when you can just go three to to beam up and then it just goes and they're back and, you
2: know. Now we're in Battersea.
1: Now we're in Battersea by the power station (laughs) which is where the Grebulons are or whatever, you know? Yeah. Anyway, that's a good good recommendation, I think. that down, I think, yeah. I suspect. What's next then? After that, we do the uh, the, the letters. Oh, yeah. That it's people have sent us and there's a letters theme, which I have ready to go. Yeah. And I put the volume up on my phone because I play it through my phone.
2: And the reason it's, you play it through your phone is because I actually refuse to play it through my computer on. Is that correct? Well, not true. that I do that anymore, but now Colin who edits these. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. also refuses. I'm take- we are in solidarity against you. Are you forming a union? Yes. Oh, my
1: God. What are your demands? Well, you have to keep doing this. <sighs> okay, but I want $1,000. $1, $1,000? Yes. All right, we'll take a thousand dollars. Okay, great,
2: <laughs> done deal.
1: You idiots!
2: No, you give us Classic a thousand.
1: I know, you idiots. <laughs> <laughs> we love
2: you I thought you didn't get life. what I said. No, Mason. I got it. Oh, I'm stupid. That's my
1: bit. I'm doing. I'm stupid. Oh, I'm I'm giving you right the now. money. we're gonna do? Like that. It's good
2: how art imitates life, Mason. It, though it never turns out well when we talk over that. It never
1: sounds good. AI could never have done that, though. I agree. An AI would have said, "Don't do that." An AI would have done. Something worse. That's true. Mason,
2: if you want to reach the show, hashtag WeeklyPlanetPod on Twitter or WeeklyPlanetPod at gmail.com.
1: That's right. Got a letter? Not yet. I got
2: a tweet from Deej. Terrific. Uh, who says, oh, we, talk, we talked about this, so maybe we stole it. Hashtag WeeklyPlanetPod. What if Deadpool 3 is Marvel's take on? Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe, but instead it's Deadpool killing Deadpool killing the Fox Universe. Mm. Very possible. And I've heard also somebody's said, like, what if the TVA sends Wolverine to kill... Deadpool, because oh. he's got that teleporter. Deadpool, and he's oh, like, yeah, stop right. Deadpool from killing oh, all the right. Fox yeah, or whatever. Okay. Sure, maybe,
1: yeah. maybe it can be anything. Do you think there'll be a fun Logan reference? Yes. Do you think they will be like, hey, Wolverine? Hope you don't end up old and sad. Yes. And I
2: think it's also said dead. They take him, according to James Mangold, well before Logan. As a younger Wolverine, mm. and you can tell because he looks slightly younger. that looks like because of his young. hair that's dye. True. Mm. What are you got, Mason, or oh, another one from me? No, I'll
1: find it. I'll it's, from
2: find it. Oh, it's from J Dean. Ah uh, man, from J Dean. Oh yeah. Hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. Based on your Harrison Ford rundown, I wanted to throw in the Mosquito Coast, a pretty great performance. Plus, River Phoenix and Helen Mirren. Keep up the great work. Now they've remade that for an Apple Plus with like Justin Thoreau.
1: Now they call it. But now they call it the Mosquito Coast. Mosquito, they, they, they call it the Mosquito Toast. Is that an accident? No, it's purposeful. That's really good then. But, but it's to get around paying residuals to the oh, original okay. Writers, so, I
2: yeah. meant to watch this one of one of the things I watched from our Harrison Fordathon, which we didn't do.
1: Oh, but yeah. um mm. yeah,
2: Mosquito Coast. Nice. Uh,
1: here's an email from Justin. Mm. And the sub the subject line starts with help me convince my wife and family the So I'm gonna read this oh and see what it god. says. Oh my god, okay. Okay. Justin, help me convince my wife and family that I'm funny and clever. All right. Here we go. All right, here we go. Uh, hey, guys. First off, I want to give you uh, a thanks for your weekly shenanigans. No worries. Uh, as a sixth grade teacher on break. Ooh, uh, I did About that. four and a half weeks into my grub era, the podcast has been something I can look forward to each week to keep me sane. Uh, my brother, his girlfriend, my wife, and I recently went to see Mission Impossible. All of us being huge fans of the series decided to create bingo cards of our predictions for the movie to determine definitively who of us is the most Tom Cruise. Oh,
2: my God.
1: Uh, well, here's some. Uh, uh, unfortunately, we seem to have stumbled onto a technicality that none of us are smart or brave enough to make a definitive statement (laughs) on. I had on my bingo card Ethan Hunt is the living manifestation of destiny. In my hubris, I believe this to be my ace in the hole, as such a statement is canonically fact in the Mission Impossible universe. Yeah. However, early on in the movie, Shay Wiggum refers to Ethan as the shape-shifting, mind-reading embodiment of chaos. Yes. Uh, while these are completely different statements, I feel they're similar enough to count. But our group has found itself as an, at an impasse based on this question. We need you to step in and tell it like it is. Oh,
2: man. I mean, it definitely had those vibes. But I don't yeah. know what you were going for here because, like, were you saying that that exact line was going to be in it? Oh, that's or true, Or were you saying yeah. that something along this
1: description? Yeah, 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 this yeah. description. I'd, I'd love to back you up because I appreciate
2: the big swing.
1: I think we're going with not the exact quote but the concept of him being the living manifestation then yes, of destiny. Then that but I also feel like des- the living manifestation of destiny is the exact opposite of an embodiment of chaos. Mm. See what I'm saying? I mean
2: He's, the embodiment yeah. of chaos can also can – there is something to be said for ch- like that it will change a destiny.
1: Oh, yes. You know, like
2: – Destiny can happen to you regardless, mm. and chaos happens to you regardless. So yeah. I think those, do, those two do go hand in
1: hand. Mm. Here's another email. Okay. So what are we saying? To well, what are we like, saying? I'm saying – well, see, here's the thing. I think, I think if we were like – I think if the bingo card had said – Someone in the movie yep. makes a sweeping statement about the iconic nature of Tom Cruise yeah. slash Ethan Hunt. Yeah, I think you would check it off. I agree, but I think this is too far off the mark
2: because he's gone. The it's because he went. I want this exact yeah, line. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: I think if somebody, I hate to say it, but I think I yeah, agree. I think if some, I think if there was a line in it that is like meant to feed the ego yeah. of the, this character and be like, he's the greatest. He should be on the one dollar bill or whatever. He'll, he'll kiss everybody in this movie. Exactly. Then I think you bet. But I think you've you've gone to you've gone too specific, and that's how you that's how if you wanna if you wanna check those bingo boxes, you have got to go vague. I completely agree. So uh, we we cannot convince your wife and family that you're funny and clever. No, we tried our best. We think you are though. Yeah, but you didn't give us anything to work with. No, it's, so, it's your fault. Exactly. Uh, this is an email from Kevin. Kevin. Subject line: What if he dies? Who? Hey, James. And is mate, it so, me? No. Oh, hey, James right. and Mesa, a quick question for you about totally normal man of average height, Tom Cruise. Oh, um, yeah. uh Oh, yeah. Since all of the stunts he does are pretty dangerous, do you think they have a plan in place if he dies? Yes. Is it Tom's wish that the stunt that kills him goes in the movie and it just ends, or does Jeremy Renner return and replace him for the rest of the movie? I think
2: there is something in place, mm-hmm. but Tom Cruise... 100% thinks he's not going to die. Yeah. I was, and that he's the center of the universe. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I have said in the past that I think he's going to die in space. Yeah. But you're absolutely right. I These I, are safe as well, yeah, yeah. what
2: they're doing. Recently
1: the website Letterboxd went to uh, Tom Cruise on yep. the red carpet and they did that thing they do with actors where they go, hey, what are your four favorite movies? Yeah. And we haven't seen the results of that yet, but apparently he would not say like he would not Yeah, I'm sure he said something along the lines of, Oh my god, I love cinema. Yeah. Cinema's the best. I'm always seeing a movie. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I love cinema toast crunch. I sneak
2: into the movie. That's uh, right, exactly. Yeah,
1: I love I love action and I love comedy and I love yeah romance and I love every genre. And I love the flash. Exactly. And I think it's a similar thing here. I, I think that would be like, Tom, we need to sit you down yeah. and discuss what will happen if you die during a stunt. And he's like, listen. Thank you for that, first yeah. of all. Thank you for your concern. I put the movie first also. That's right. I Thank you for your concern about me. Yeah. I'm also concerned about your safety. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about you. And he like yeah. – even that there were lawyers there, like really high-powered yeah. lawyers being paid thousands of dollars an hour and then all of a sudden they're just outside the room. And they're like, <laughs> how do, how, do we, how did we and get here? And he's in here? your office? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And he's locked the door. And he's locked the door. <laughs> <laughs> And he didn't – and they're like, how did – and it's the, the question yeah. remains unanswered. I'm sure, I bet Macquarie has some plans. I think
2: there are I, plans. I bet the studio yeah.
1: has yes. plans, but he is, he is not – He's con- not. Because he's like, obviously, I'm, that's not going to happen. Yeah. And they're like, well, obviously, Tom, it's not going to happen. Yeah. We will table this for another day. Yeah. But they're like, yeah, we're going to – we'll put it – Because
2: often also they'll film the stunt first.
1: Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is
2: an interesting thing, way to do it. But it's also, I guess, because then you can just do the rest of the movie because you've – because yeah. you train up to that.
1: Mm, yeah. and
2: that's the hardest thing to pull off. Because like, exactly. if he's doing like a thousand hours of jumping out of a plane or whatever, Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it's, yeah, oh, God, oh, who knows? <laughs> who knows? Yes. Anyways, this is from Danny Boy, The Pipes, The Pipes, who says, hashtag Weekly punter Pod. Last week's episode was top notch. Also a perfect snapshot of a man being very sour because his wife is out of town while his co-worker is trying to be a good friend. <laughs> and you're doing the, the I'm cool doing some chakras, I'm
1: throwing up some sharkers for yeah. you. Thank that's you very my very shark much. is of respect. Claire will You're be, holding it together.
2: That's right. Claire will be back by next week.
1: You can tell her all about Oppenheimer and Barbie.
2: No, I'm going to drag her to both. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Terrific. I love that. She's not interested in either. Really? She's like, don't care not about that. Not even Barbie. the girl movie. Not even the Oppenheimer girl Oppenheimer. <laughs> I've
1: done it again. Whoa.
2: Whoop, whoop, whoop. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And he's dabbing. Whoa. <laughs> You're dabbing again. Oh, this time I was dabbing. <laughs> um... Uh, let's see here. Well, I'm ready to go, Mason. This okay. is long enough. Okay, enough.
1: I'm going I'm to do one more email. I'm South African. This is long okay. enough. This is from David. David? Dear spam folder, this email was most likely sent to. Hello. No, nope, we dodged it. Yeah, we got you. Uh, I was listening to your latest podcast and heard James name drop Sliders, as the pod does every now and, and again to our yep. endless glee. Sliders is one of those gloriously off-the-rails shows that ever existed, and the thought crossed my mind that episodes of it might make for some good caravan of garbage content. If you were to vote an episode or two to unpacking that show, I'd be here for it.
2: All right. I'd probably do the dinosaur one. Uh-huh. After uh-huh. Jurassic Park came yeah. out, and I'd get to a one where Jonathan Rise davies takes a
1: bullet. And he dies. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I think rec- maybe we could do a series on... I love sliders. I yeah. love so much sliders. What if we did... We could I, At some point, maybe we could do a, a run on, like, shows from that era. Yeah. We could do an episode of sliders, an episode of Xena. we do maybe an episode of Powerball which is like our lotto draw,
2: which would happen just before Sliders went yeah, on. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Mm. What else? We could do an episode on Burjo's catchphrase. Absolutely. We could meet met him in real life
2: once. He oh, was yeah, really nice. nice. That's great. Yeah.
1: Even though I was half cut, he was very tolerant. That's cool. Nice, yeah. Um, another episode of Sliders. Yep. Yeah. Any others? Earth 2. Earth 2 would be great. Yeah. yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Harsh Realm. What about the show Now and Again? Yeah, the one where John John Goodman is turned into into a big sexy sexy robot. He wasn't a robot, Mason. Right. He wasn't a robot. It was a man. He just was in the perfect body. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, John Goodman. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, nice. Very sexy. I was
2: so mad when that ended. And also, I was so mad because they aired it here, even though it had already been cancelled. So I'm like, cool, can't wait for season two. There isn't one.
1: Wow. Yeah. Brutal. Yeah. Anyway, that's all the letters. I agree. There's actually more letters. More than that. Maybe next week we'll do more letters. All right, that's the show. Folks, ah. thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I agree. We very much appreciate it. We're recording this Saturday night, so if any big, big-time news happens Sunday, sorry we missed it. We don't care. Sorry not sorry. That's yeah. right. We're glad. We're glad we missed the big news. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, folks. Go on, though. Uh, thank you for liking the show. Yep. Thank you for subscribing to the show. Yep. Thank you for telling your friends about the show, specifically this show. And thank you for leaving a five-star review on your podcast catcher of choice about this show specifically. And if you've done that and it's five stars, James might just read it out on the podcast. Not this week, though. Not this week, though. Just kidding. This one is from Rick Shady, who's given us five
2: stars in his app of choice. The real Rick Shady? That's right. It says, the Machine Gun Kelly of podcasts. Oh, the podcast is great. Both hosts James and Mason constantly act like they are rock star podcasters in a movie, not how actual podcasters are. Just two Zach Braffs from the show no one watched Cast of Only Murders. Keep it up, boys.
1: We will. And we're dabbing. Maybe we should watch it. Maybe we should do a caravan of garbage on Alex Inc. Maybe we should. No, I don't think and we this should. one's from
2: Doodle. Nobody would watch that. No. This one's from Doodle, sir. Same thing. In-app. Five stars. Nice. Good podcast. Got me through the pandemic. Thank you, funny Aussie men, for the parasocial relationship.
1: You're very welcome. And I think it's a real relationship. I agree. Mm-hmm. Go on. Uh, folks, if you want to get into contact with us, you can go to WeeklyPlanetPod at Gmail at Facebook at Twitter at BandCamp. Ah. Uh, let's see. Uh, you can go to the Planet Broadcasting Great Mates Facebook group. You can go to the Weekly Planet Podcast subreddit and Discord if you want to follow some people on the socials. First, follow Rob Collings. He is your big time source for big time Weekly Planet podcasting. If you're looking news, for a very
2: specific moment in the podcast, that you he will tell you about it. He
1: might know when it is. He might know. Yeah. He might also be very busy editing this podcast, doing the socials. <laughs> that's right. Uh, moderating the, the, the forums, yep. doing pretty much everything. But if you want, those, practicing
2: his big karate kicks. Oh my God. He's got a big
1: tournament coming up. That's right. Yeah. He's looking
2: to kill this year. So what you tell me.
1: Oh, that's nice. Yeah. It's really cool.
2: Dis anybody, though. It could be a judge. Oh, yeah. Good. Member of the audience. You could be someone in the car park afterwards. Yeah, right. I don't know. That's
1: right. Anyway,
2: it's just the, the guy about. in
1: the drive-thru at McDonald's yeah. on, the way, <laughs> on the way out. Uh, but but uh, if you want the big news on that, uh, follow Matt Raw Collings on Twitter, at The Weekly Platter on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at Wikipedia Brown. You're going to follow me on Instagram at Nick Mayso. Yeah. Uh, James is Mr. Sunday Movies Everywhere. This is all in the episode description. One would – one can only hope. I agree. Uh, also, uh, thank you to uh, Maisie and Fidel and at Surabi, who do all the moderation over at the Planet Broadcasting Great Mass Facebook group. They're doing a great job. Among many other tasks. That's exactly right. Doing the TikToks. Doing the weekly planet
2: uh clips channel on YouTube. That's right. And the suggestible socials. Ooh, my goodness. All of these things, yeah.
1: Uh let me see. If you want to support the show, you go to patreon.com slash Mr. Sunday movies. You can chuck in a buck. Yep. We'd very much appreciate that or any amount you would not miss. Or Yes. Oh, bigsandwich.co. Yeah. Uh, sign up for nine US dollars per month bonus podcasts, movie commentaries, early videos, all this sorts of week, stuff. This week, it's
2: my least favourite thing.
1: Oh, it's a clickbait episode. It's a clickbait episode. But we, also, got, we got this
2: covered. My favourite thing happened last week, and it's all still up there. There's thousands of hours stuff. It's our The Time Machine commentary. That's right. From 2002. Some people are calling it the best commentary we've ever done.
1: People are enjoying it a lot, which yes. is very nice of them to say. It is I can't remember what we talked about. Something I love. But it is the uh, Guy Pearce starring The Time Machine, directed by. An actual descendant of HDL? That's right. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, very fun stuff. Yeah, it was, I remember having a lot of fun recording it. That's right. But there's video game Let's Plays and a bunch of stuff up That's there. That's exactly right. And there's another video game Let's Play next week. Next That's week, right. right. Uh, uh, let's see. Thank you to the Brute and the Basilisk and Rackham for all our musical themes. If you want a T-shirt, you go to tpublic.com You search for The Weekly Planet. Yeah. Or, or make your own. I'll make your own. Sc- screen print it at home with one of those big things that looks like a tennis racket. Draw it. Draw it. Draw it with a pencil. <laughs> draw it with a pencil. Yeah. When in doubt, to draw it with a pencil. All
2: right. Next week, Barbie and Oppenheimer. It's
1: Barbenheimer week. We're yeah, going to do it. We are. Is this all going to end in a big explosion? Yes. Or is it going to fizzle out and something to do with Barbie? Yeah, you something know? to do with Barbie. You know? It's really good. And, and Contrast. Contrasting. So that's the fun of this is yeah. they're contrasting movies. Yes, that is the we fun. We enjoy that. We enjoy it, mm. yeah.
2: Thanks everyone. Grab that, Jeremy, guys. We'll see you next week. Can't believe you brought contrast into this podcast. It's Themes, you know. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I just don't think we should do that.
1: Should we go on strike in solidarity with what? I mean, with so, like, what do we strike? We don't. Nobody owns
2: this. Yeah, that's true. We, it? we, it's ours. Yeah, but wouldn't it be good to stick it to us for once?
1: Oh my god, it really the would. contrast. Think How about, about we it. go on strike and then we hire two scabs, <laughs> but the scabs are us. Love it. Yeah, and we switch roles.